Because we just talk. We do just talk. This is the show. Welcome back hey. to the show. I was like, we've... I'm, I'm arriving late. And also, I want to get more Zero Escape done today. We should do a shorter podcast, right? Yeah. I keep saying to do a shorter podcast. Yeah. Then we just sat and talked for an hour without recording it, as if that saves time. Because <laughs> we were just hanging out and talking for the last hour, which is basically what the podcast is. Yeah. So any efforts to save time, thoroughly gone. <laughs> we're good at it. We're really, we're really, we're, we're, we're fantastic. We're at professionals. This. We are professionals. Unmitigated, unstoppable, ultra professionals. Yes. Just ignore the part where one of us doesn't make money on this. Yeah. We're professional in spirit. A professional spirit is give what it, I've always it. wanted. Give us money. <laughs> That's how it works, right? I mean, it works for Rush Limbaugh. My dad still doesn't understand what I do, no matter how many times. Like, I've, I've had multiple times where I sit down and we're like having we're having dinner and he's trying to understand my job and i explain it in careful simple detail yeah and then it's we start over every time because he's lost all of it again doesn't he watch like alex jones every time i see him he's like how's your podcast doing and i'm like that's not there is a podcast but that's not what my job is eh. he, he does think it's my job it's not that's... just he doesn't just happen to remember there is a podcast in the equation he just thinks that is your he's job. definitely asking how like just, how my job is just which go is the podcast which just, is not the yeah. podcast just go with podcast podcast is easier Old it's easier because it. i got yeah because eventually i got him to understand podcasts yeah because he used to listen to adam carolla all the time and then he was kicked off the air or left the, i don't know he's not he's not on probably both radio uh, and I was like, well, he has a podcast and I set him up. I'm like, here's how you, and eventually I was like, here's how you hook it up to the computer, which there was like a one year gap, I think, between when I got him to figure out how to play a podcast on his iPod versus, and on his like, you know, his, his, his stereo deck and everything yeah. that does work and then how to, uh, actually update it Oh, via like yeah. plugging into his computer with iTunes launched and like. How you first you open iTunes, then you download, like you hit the refresh button, and it starts downloading all the new podcasts. Yeah. This last time you checked, then you then you plug it in and you sync it, and it automatically adds the new ones. And it should be easy, not easy. Yeah, I think I've come back to his computer being on a fire once in that process. <laughs> Phones made it a lot easier, especially like iPhone, because you just load up, you just open the the podcast mm -hmm. app and then all of a sudden it goes like hey there's a bunch of new podcasts Here's here you go your new stuff yeah yeah and you just listen to them one of these days but, i'll listen to podcasts on a device that has an internet i mean it's i've still been manually syncing podcasts throughout all my podcast really listening time you still do that you have google play well so part of it is i don't like losing my place yeah so when you when you switch over between platforms or even switch between like hardware, suddenly you've just like lost your place of like where you were in all the podcasts. Oh, okay. like it just doesn't know which ones you've listened to now. And it's like, yeah. now it's a whole new world. Uh, there's 500 episodes of RT podcasts. Which ones have you listened to? Eh. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, but also, uh, I like to have a piece of hardware I can just leave in my vehicle. Yeah. All right. Because you still use the yeah the iPod. So I just, i'll just have it plugged into my into my vehicle and it just is there and i only even interact with it or touch it or remove it when it's time to like remove it from the vehicle to sync it up again yeah after i've listened to the five most recent podcasts of like 10 different podcasts then it's like all right time to cycle it through and update this list again it's not the most efficient system but uh 
every time I try to even sync up the Bluetooth on my car, I just get annoyed. Oh, it's like, yeah. I'm like, how do you? I just, I just, I just want to make it so my phone plays the podcast in the car through the speakers, and every single time, it just, I'm like, I, I'm done. I'm done. Even it just this up. doesn't. It's amazing. It's amazing how much more frustrating something can be when the when uh, you just don't have a computer right there. Yeah. It's like when when I'm when I'm solving a problem that exists in the room my computer's in, I can fucking research that shit. No big deal, and I'll figure things out. Yeah. But once it's, once it's like it's in your car, which is away from the computer outside the building, it's like you're kind of going back and forth, and you kind of want an exterior source of information that's not just on your phone itself because you're trying to use the phone in the first place to do the thing. Yeah. And it's like you have to you can't look at the thing and your phone, but also phones are way worse for typing and searching and everything than computers are in general. So it's just an it's like an agony to me to even try to research something on my phone. And then I'm and I so I've just I just <laughs> I've just stuck to just having my shitty iPod Touch three plugged in forever. If it still works, then yeah. why not? I mean, my, my classic iPod broke. Oh no! Yeah, I still had it. I still had an iPod Video. God. Yeah. It was a six forty or is a six eighty by something. It was a dumb shape. Yeah, it was a dumb. It was not four by three, but it wasn't no. sixteen by nine or no. even close to it. It was a weird video size. Like, and video- they had to and they custom published movies in that resolution yes. because they their their gimmick was that this is going to be a, our iPod that plays movies. Yep. Because it didn't have internet. Nope. It didn't have a proper browser or desktop of any kind. Well, this is before smartphones didn't yeah, exist. Smartphones yet. didn't exist. Yeah. And it's so still the radial circle thing for browsing and everything. But it worked for like ever. Yeah, but it so also just, movies. So yeah, but until uh, the Zoom came I, out. I only use it for iPod. And then the Zoom made like that the iPod like entirely in like useless because the Zoom was like yeah. one giant like screen at some I, point. I only used it for uh I only used it for podcasts and music to begin with, so the video part didn't even matter. It's yeah. Just, but it, it's nice just having a screen regardless, I guess. But uh, it was just... It, it's, I was like, why why progress? This thing has an impossibly large hard drive compared to most modern ones now where they're like, they keep getting smaller for some reason. And then... Yeah. Because, yeah, for some reason, like, well, now, now that phones are good, we better give them tiny hard drives as opposed to all the old ones where it's like, this only holds music. One of the smallest file sizes ever. Let's make it 200 gigs. Fuck it. I'm like, that's more than my... I think when I got my iPod video, it had more hard drive space than my Xbox. Yeah, which it is, did. Which is the, the Xbox biggest, only... Which is the biggest files. Yeah, the Xbox only had 150. The Elite was 120. Or 120, there you go. And the original was like 20. Yeah, the original and, the, and there was also the Arcade, which, which had 256 had... megs. Right. They had the gall to ship a $200 console that had, uh, uh, had less than a gigabyte of storage data. And the whole gimmick was that it was going to be only for their new Xbox Live Arcade marketplace. And... Not only was that a mistake because it made a shitty console that no one really wanted, but also led to a thing where it hurt video games for a while. Because the Xbox Live Arcade was this booming indie marketplace where that that led to us having like Bastion and uh, Braid and things like that. But that was only after they lifted the file size limit. There used to be a file size limit of like 50 megs. So for the first like two or three years of Xbox Live Arcade and, you know, the 360 being out... You could only have like a 50 meg game total. Yeah. Which meant that when they ported stuff like uh, Castlevania over, the Xbox Live version of Castlevania doesn't have cutscenes. Because they had to cut all the cutscenes because they were like pre rendered little things. 
And they took up too much space. Yeah. So like, so like, there's really weird things where like, if you're looking at early Xbox Live Arcade games, if that game is on PS3, you want that version because that version is actually the full thing. Yeah. Whatever it is, like, I'm, like the PlayStation version is like a PS1 classic version, which is just like a ROM dump, and because uh, that's what it, it that's really what all, that's what all the PS1 classics are. <laughs> yeah. But the Xbox Live Arcade one is like a custom thing where the custom part is that they rip shit out of it. <laughs> The custom part is that it's less yeah. game than the original. It's, that's one of the it's it's one of my biggest um I would say it's one of my biggest grievances I have with technology like phones at the moment is that uh we're reaching that point where uh we're reaching that unfortunate point where the average consumer uh wants a product but is so incredibly stupid about how it works that they're willing to take whatever's given to them because they just want that product so badly. And phones are at that cataclysm where it's like, hey, do you want to spend $900 on a phone? I'm like, no, I wouldn't want to do that. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, well, but it does does all this. But we're giving you a deal because you'll actually only spend this much, but we tell you it costs that much, even though no one really ever pays that much. Yeah. It's like a weird, it all uh, feels like how you walk into a clothing store and everything's literally always on sale. (laughs) Yeah. Forever. But the idea is that, so, so say for instance, my phone I have, which is recording currently, is, uh... Uh, hi andrew's phone thanks for doing all the good work the uh that phone itself is what the galaxy note 8 and i think that runs about almost like almost 800 Mm dollars and that's for the top model that's the best they got it's got got 64 gigs of space on it the fuck the fuck happened there and i keep here there's so many so many let me explain so many really really good pr excuses for why we don't have big phone memory and all of them are bullshit the reason we Uh, you know how i know they're bullshit why because marty earlier was like here's my here's my flash drive because we recorded uh we recorded hack tag and two other games i don't remember right now together and he gave me a flash drive so I could transfer that to him. And I swear, I, I think it was a terabyte or something dumb like that. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe not a terabyte, but it was like definitely like, like it was like, it might have been like 60 gigs or 100 gigs or it's some number that was baffling to me. Yeah. And it was basically like a fingernail. Mm-hmm. Like it was a giant USB, like the actual plug. And then that was basically it. Yeah. It looked like a wireless receiver for a mouse. But it was, his, but that's what his flash drives are now. I haven't had, I haven't bought a flash drive in so long. Yeah, I've, they're tiny. They're yeah. like it, almost nothing. Yeah. Nowadays, I, I'm, I'm sitting here like I would actually prefer the like finger sized flash drive just so I don't lose it, even <laughs> if it's empty space inside. Yeah. Like that. Thing, well, I mean, if it makes you feel thing, better, it's always been empty space inside. Yeah. Because when you but move I, the I had thing, the, I had the actual thought of like if I put this down, I may it, will the it. cat eat it? <laughs> Like, if I leave this on the counter for him to get when he comes back from work, will the cat actually they, uh, die swallowing this USB thing? They have, uh, what's it called? Um, they have little pouches. Yeah. That you can put all your USB things in now because they're so small. But the point is, is that, yeah, you see thumbsticks that are like nothingness. And it's the same Yeah, thumbsticks memory. where the actual physical plug yeah. is basically the entire device. And that they have larger hard drive space on or whatever space that phones do. Yes. And I'm like, I and, don't know about uh, that, man. And phones are using just flash memory. That's all it is. Don't think there's any, like, spinning hard disk in the back of your phone. It is literally flash memory. Are you telling me my phone doesn't have an SSD? It is, does have an SSD. SSD is not a spinning disk. It's a solid state drive, which is flash is memory. Is flash SSD? Yes. 
I don't know anything. I really don't. Well, okay, so, it's, <laughs> so uh, an SSD to its to its credit is slightly different than a flash drive because SSDs are a lot faster and they can do they're more powerful. I've uh, noticed because I've used a flash drive before. Yes. So uh, so SSDs are slightly different, but the base concept of how memory is stored on the device is the same, mm-hmm. which is it's not stored on a spinning disk. It is stored on a flash memory. So phones use the same concept. Surprisingly, though, somehow phone manufacturers are like, I don't know. Apple said one time that you you only need like... 8 16 and 32 gigs of ram or 32 gigs of memory space and everyone said that was okay so we're all gonna do that now even though it was the apple product that i had that had like 200 gigs it did, but not like a flash memory because remember when when flash memory like 10 years ago when flash memory first came out it was incredibly expensive to make so when the iPhone did it, because they were new and innovative was my it was, iPod video from an era where they didn't make things to break uh was it no that was because it was a spinning disc i'm just i'm just no i mean mean, like it just it lasted so long oh yeah so did my zoom nothing lasts that long anymore well i had a phone i took perfect care of well i mean you're asking you're asking about this from the company that literally just got caught showing that they make older phones degrade on On, purpose purpose, yeah so to answer your question yes keith everything back then was made to last it's across (laughs) the it's really across the board too because i used to have a windows phone yeah i used to be the one of those people to use windows phones I, partly because i think especially especially for me where i just i pretty much just like text browse the internet and like that's pretty much like my list yeah like I, I don't really do major things on my phone because i hate using phones for like video games or like excessive number numbers of apps and stuff like that yeah uh the giant like like the windows 10 type interface on a phone is great just giant flat tiles and you can change the size of each one and you can customize yeah. your whole layout like it looks like the start screen of the, of windows now is what their phones were like yeah because which, it's just windows 8 which was great yeah uh, at the time or that 8. was great 1. like i loved that and uh one day it literally just stopped turning on forever i'm like i never dropped it no damage was done to it it's doing great just and then it just quit just on stopped. me one day it died and i was yeah. like all right cool goodbye i could almost have just been a bit the day that like windows just collectively decided that their phones were going to die now because i went to the store and like hey my phone is dead forever i guess and i I thought i was just gonna replace it with a new one and they just didn't stock windows phones anymore it's like i was actually like did windows collectively just flip the off switch on all of their phones is that did they just brick them all It's possible. Uh, I wouldn't put it past Microsoft to have that ability to just at any point brick <laughs> everything. Off. We're turning off the internet. I mean, it's they could. Now. Almost every machine is a Windows machine. They could just be like, and brick. Like that <laughs> like, South Park thing where like this giant router in some government basement somewhere and they have this giant plug that they unplug. Yeah. And they plug it, they unplug it for 10 seconds and plug it back in, I think is what happened. Yeah. Because they're rebooting they're the real internet. It. Yeah. <laughs> the... um. But yeah, so it, it's a, it's appalling. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I spent like close to eight hundred dollars on that phone. The max amount of memory I can get for that device was sixty four gigabytes or sixty four gigabytes of memory. That's the maximum. That's the maximum I was allowed to get. Even though they're pushing like phone gaming and the games keep getting bigger and shit. Yeah. Well, Keith. Well, I don't know about iPhones, but that phone specifically has the option to add a micro SD, which. You want to know what the fun part is? Yeah. A micro SD can go up to 
250 gigabytes somehow. What? Are you telling me there's a micro SD card? Which I bought for $50. Could somehow <laughs> go up to 250 gigabytes? How did that happen? Why is it in my phone? Why does my phone not have 256 gig- 250 gigabytes by default then? And I could add another 250 on top of that. It's like the early questions of like when... 360 was slowly inching out towards like can i start pl- can i plug in a thumb drive to this thing yeah because like the thumb drives were getting bigger than the entire hard drive of the 360 uh, yeah and eventually like can you just let me plug in a, an, an external hard drive and like sure but you can only use 50 gigs of it or something like that like, yeah you had to partition it you had to partition it and then you could only use it for your 360 but it wasn't the whole hard drive and you're like why does why do you suck <laughs> You know, they I were just opening the door to hacks at that point. Yeah, I thought the funniest thing to me was um was like when the was when the Wii U came out. And I remember the Wii U was like, "All right, boys, step aside. 30 gigs max." And I was like, "Okay, well, let's be real here, Nintendo. Like that as in 30 gigs, can you do anything else?" Like no. Weren't some of the launch games immediately, like, huge compared to, like, the actual hard drive yes. size of the Wii U? Yes, they were. Like, uh, my Wind Waker Wii, like, itself like, like was... My, my Wii U benefited from the fact that I didn't use it. <laughs> so, it's like, I have, like, a Wii... Yeah. I have, like, Wind Waker on there and Twilight Princess because they just made me play them, basically. Yeah. And then we played uh, Mario and a bunch of other ones. But I actually had, like, hard... I had, like, physical copies of everything. Yeah, like... Uh, I can't w- buy things on PSN. Because I, I bought the special edition, the Zelda yeah. special edition Wii U, which is 32 gigs, not the default, which was 24. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wind Waker itself is 4 gigs. And I was like, excuse me, that's like almost a good chunk of my memory. Could you please not? And so I, I remember waiting for a bit, and Nintendo's finally like, okay, guys... I guess you want to be hip or something, so we'll let hard drives be available to plug into the Wii U. And I was like, well, what kind of hard drives? Like, oh, God, there's different kinds? I was like, Nintendo, you got to stop. <laughs> it was like this whole thing of like, okay, they can only be like 60 gigs max. And I was like, no, no, Nintendo, like hard drives are way bigger than that. They're like, okay, 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 hold on. 250 gigabytes max <laughs> make it unlimited it's like okay the max will settle on as a terabyte all right we can't go higher than that i don't know how to do it it's weird so then then it got Was this to, actually a multi-stage thing that kept happening yeah they kept so pushing they, it? yeah i think that like in the beginning it was uh there was a specific specific size that they allowed it was like because the ds did the same thing where micro sd cards came out and they were like okay we can only support this amount of size and it was like really it was like no, we can also support this amount of size, like Nintendo. You... <laughs> I don't understand the sliding limit. Yeah, uh, I think it just... seems weird to me. Yeah, but it's, it's too bad when they were remaking Wind Waker, they couldn't finish it. <laughs> Oops, the game's not done. Uh... That was really that was really incredible to encounter when I was playing through the series. I'm like, oh yeah, Wind Waker, they just didn't finish this game. Yeah, like it's like, oh yeah, here's the part where you, you get the first. Like, there's always the designated like you get the first relic. Yep. That you get from multiple pieces in each Zelda game. Then there's the halfway point, midpoint thing where maybe you get a Master Sword or something. And then there's the second part of the game where you put some other relics together. Is usually how the two parts of a Zelda game work. Yeah. Which one, that's how like, Ocarina is and that's how Twilight Princess is. It's like there's some broken thing you need to put together or like some sigils to grab or whatever the hell. It's a collectathon thing, but it's also usually linear anyway. Uh, in Wind Waker, there's two temples after the god temple or whatever yeah and that's it and then they're like well we can't finish yet so here's a grocery list <laughs> and you just like don't have fun for a few hours yeah. until you can beat the game 
and I was playing the the better version of it supposedly because I was playing it on on the HD version where they changed a bunch of shit about how that whole hunt works. But it's still like it's still there's there's just this this grand expanse of game where there are no new puzzle mechanics and no new trinkets or tools and no new enemies. Yep. You just like some of them are literally gauntlets of hey you know those enemies you fought before what if there was like eight of them in a room for like ten floors and it's like there's like a gauntlet to fight through and I'm like. This is like wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, this is... It feels like a rush job, but yeah, um, but that's it's an, yeah. I it's, it's something I keep taking issue with is when people have like strangely subpar products and unfinished products and weird things like that, where clearly a game never got properly finished and like, but it's like that's how it came out though, and that's how people remember it. Yeah, but then it gets remade or gets HDified or something, and nothing gets changed. And I'm like, this was your chance to, like, you know, finish the parts that weren't finished or improve various parts about it. Like, 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 yeah. like, like, the, so when the news come, like, like you, pl- you know, now because you played Dark Souls. Yep. You now know about how rushed and unfinished, like, large chunks of the, like, le- second half of the game is basically. But yeah, yes, but, Keith, we like, literally watched a Hydra kill itself. Like you didn't like, like, you were, like you weren't into Dark Souls necessarily, but like you could agree that like clearly they made what they meant to make all the way up until in Orlando, like all of that. Yeah. You get all the way yeah, up to yeah, ONS yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, this game's as intended. Yes. Then you get to like uh Dragon Butt Lava Land where there's Dragon Butt standing around in Lava Land and you're like the f- fuck yeah <laughs> what is this zone it's uh and then you fight the bed of chaos and there's like entire there's bosses that don't work and entire zones that are just like a weird blob like somebody just auto-generated them via whatever made like the landscape and wow oh <laughs> like wow it's just a bunch of hills yeah that look like they're like back in the day it looked kind of nice but nowadays it looks like a terrain generator like it looks like uh the island the, the planets you'd explore in mass effect yeah <laughs> like parts of parts of the original dark souls that people hold so dearly in the final chapters of it, have entire chunks that just look like they were just thrown together in- instantly. Probably because they had so, to be rushed. Yeah. yeah, and so like they're remaking it and they're calling it a remaster, which we've been over how it's just a port thrown to like it's like being farmed out to like a Chinese company and stuff, and it's like it yeah. just has nothing to do with them. But like you would think a remaster would be like, oh yeah, we're gonna get the original people and we're gonna properly finish this thing and it's gonna be better than ever. But not even Nintendo does that. No. Like they do it a little bit. They do improve. Nintendo. Un- Nintendo compar- will actually will actively improve on a game, but yes. they won't alter a game. They no. will never change a game, which I think is wrong. I like. Yes, I don't think anyone but- would be like Wind Waker has a new template. I hate this. Yeah, but the thing is, is about Nintendo. I don't like that- how Wind Waker's got better and more content in it and feels like a complete experience but nintendo's not going to i want that, that old school jank you know nintendo and you know nintendo has Ugh. one fatal flaw which is their achilles heel which is everything just stay the same and it will be okay just keep making marios keep making yoshis keep making zelda go to argument somebody would have is that like <laughs> The George Lucas argument, right? Like, yeah. once it's out, just don't touch it because you are you're going to George Lucas it up and fuck yeah. it up and everything. <laughs> Thanks, Shadow. <laughs> but uh, the uh, the issue with that is just that, like, first of all, they are changing shit anyway. Well, yeah, they're making the graphics better and they're altering some quests they're ch- and stuff like cha- that, or changing actual mechanics of the game. Yeah, and like, or entire menus and systems that happen in them and rearranging things. So they are changing stuff anyway. 
And it's also like, but also I don't think the George Lucas argument applies to video games necessarily in the same way. Yeah, it's not as easy to edit them in that sense. Like, it's not as yeah. easy to just like, and put a dinosaur in. I mean, it'd be like, weird if you took like Banjo-Kazooie and it was being remade by Cliff Blazinski and he's just going to change whatever the fuck he wants. Like, yeah. once it's diver- divergent enough from the source people, then some weird shit could happen. Yeah. But if it's a game that came out 10 years ago and the game director still works there and shit like that, like if that kind of stuff's going on, then it's like, why can't you just, why couldn't you just like improve and fix the thing just do what you all what your envision was yeah it's like dark souls but, is only a few years old but they want it, it, it's the thing where they want to they want to hype it up as being a remaster like they're actually changing stuff and actually like and actually making it a worthwhile product as opposed to just porting the same thing basically yeah but they also That'd be like if skyrim was remastered every year which it's not it's just ported to but something the, else yeah but the, the problem is that they yeah they, they have the goal to call it a remaster because they want to hype it up and get people to buy it but at the same time they uh they also don't want to put work in so yeah. they don't even involve the original studio and they just farm it out to some like hdfier company to I mean, hdify it okay so here's but here's the problem though is that it to some degree i will say that people are more reserved very specifically after the prequels have come out it's very tough to say, like, yeah, forget all those old people that like the franchise and they're all nostalgic for it and want the exact one-for-one recreation of what's already existent in their hands, but just prettier looking. I don't... We have to cater to those people. And, like, somehow that very vocal majority of... Or very, I would say almost vocal minority, realistically, but the vocal minority of people who are like i am so appalled that you made the hydra fight playable now and not shitty like it was before or like people that you should <laughs> I don't not like be... how this feels like an actual boss fight yeah now, as like, opposed to a weird mistake if anybody is actually sitting there saying like no the hydra fight is perfect and if they changed it it would ruin dark souls it's like i think you're the worst human being and you should not be here for this conversation they're the type of people that have just decided they like a thing and therefore they will defend they, every facet yes, of it forever they've decided that it is perfect the way it is it is how it was intended and nothing if you change anything about it it ruins the sanctity of dark souls like the 999 fans that can't argue against some of the points you make but instead will just yell at you yes and they'll just uh, dodge the actual thing you pointed out that's really irrefutable and they'll just never and uh, they'll like uh, 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 when they can't get past that they'll just go for like personal <laughs> like they'll just try to do, like compromise your integrity essentially uh, yeah. because they can't just deal with the thing you brought up they can't deal with the fact that it is just bad yeah. and it's okay to admit that something's bad i have things that i hate about mario games and i love mario games for, for me what it feels for me what feels skeevy about wind waker hd is just that they it was a console bundle yes like now and i don't mean that in terms of like oh wow it came with everyone's wii u like nintendo land i mean like it was a console bundle as in like pay this premium price for a custom wii u for just a remake of a game from the previous console it's like that's yeah. not a great thing it's like oh they must have really gotten knocked it out of the park huh and it's like you go in it's like it looks the same and it plays the same okay, and well there's a few tweaks it does here look there. nicer less nicer than twilight princess because we that because of how good wind waker already looked yeah but like, it's so, but i'm saying like at least it, it like because i looked i did look yeah. at the gamecube version versus the wii u version i was like okay i'll give it to you it looks really nice in hd it's called but, anti-aliasing yeah but uh that's pretty much the primary change anti-aliasing in like an instagram filter 
It was pretty much the, the, well, they the ta- visible I mean, change. Honestly, they just went in, they like increased the vibrance, and then they put anti-aliasing on it is all they yeah, did. There's a little bit of color va- vibrance and bloom yeah. to make it like pop a little yeah, bit. Yeah, if you look at the GameCube one, you're kind of like, kind of looks washed out. What's going on here? But then yeah. like the Wind Waker they're HD is just like... They're remarkably the same looking, though. Well, I mean, everything like, else is one for one, though. Yeah. They didn't change anything. I mean, like, the Twi- but Twilight Princess is not remarkably the same. Well, looking. no, because Twilight Princess is Twilight Princess. Because remember, Twilight Princess on Wii was ugly. Well, yeah, but it remember, was just brown uh, and cell, sad. Cell shading is really handy mm-hmm. because cell shading, when you're altering texture files for cell shading, all you're doing is just making it bigger. Vector art. Yeah, but it's all vector art. So vector art can just be expanded. Or at least and if shrunk. you were smart about it, you made a, it a vector version at some point at the very least. Well, yeah, but the problem with, like, Twilight Princess is you have to make a model based on what the capacity of that system is. Mm -hmm. So the GameCube can't have a million hair fibers on Wolf Link, but the Wii U can. So they have to, like, change so much more. Even though it's the same asset, they just go, like, an increased amount of hairs kind of thing. But it's still the idea that, like, yeah, it's going to look drastically different when you compare Twilight Princess on GameCube and Wii U versus when you compare like wind waker to anything you know wind yeah. waker because wind waker is just because cell shading always works but you get what i'm saying though is that like with wind waker having the remake not having the game like i, I didn't know this going in but like going but playing the game and realizing like how blatantly like it just runs out of game at one point and then they're yeah. like uh dot 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 ending like then the dot 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 is the bad part of the game uh knowing that that exists in the game but then they went through the they went through it and read HDified it and did a whole new release of it with physical copies and everything and then also made that a hardware bundle with a custom Wii U and everything and went that far in yeah at that point I feel like it's skeevy not to like finish the game like again I think it's because Nintendo feels, doesn't want to upset the people who are like weird nostalgic for the old game but even in the Twilight Princess they added a Wolf Link dungeon. Yeah. That you unlock via the amiibo, so I can't play but, it. <laughs> you want to take mine? I, I guess I should. <laughs> I, I literally like, can't access it, you I'm pretty sure. Because I don't have the link. Because I, I got the game on its own. It's yeah. Just, and it didn't come with a Wolf Link amiibo because I don't own any amiibos. And it's like, that's thanks, Nintendo, for that. You can take mine. Well, at least I'm picking up all these stamps for the Wii U service that doesn't exist anymore. I love it how every time I do a challenge and a chest materializes and it's like, oh my god, what's in it? It's one of the 50 stamps that don't work. There's 50 of them and they don't do anything anymore. You can still use them, but you can't post them. You can look at them and like, look, that's a letter. And that's a letter. (laughs) You can technically draw with them and then just save it to your hard drive, but then you can't, again, you can't post it. So, yay. You know. Goals. The biggest, dickiest one was that one where you have to use the iron boots to walk up the giant circular, the, oh, giant, the yeah. giant upward water ramp. Yep. And all that's at the top of it is a, a, stamp. a stamp. I'm like, this doesn't even... You couldn't just make it a heart piece, huh? I think one of the... Uh, what is it called? Uh, I I am in the camp, however, I will say. I am in the camp that once the the me, the whatever it's called, what was it? The me world? Or... Um, what they call the Meverse? Meverse. Once Meverse was like shutting down, mm-hmm. they really should have went through and like just did one patch that replaced all the stamps with rupees or something. Yeah, just something that was That's more. That's the same point I made. Yeah, especially since they used to be rupees. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those just were old chests that used to have just a few rupees in them, and they turned the them rupees. into stamps. Yeah. And it's like, maybe just don't constantly tease me throughout the game with a feature that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. I mean, Wind Waker was just as bad because it had the bottles yeah. and stuff like that. So but largely didn't... Ha- I think you could largely not even interact with that entire system for most of the campaign. But yeah. near the beginning, there's a mandatory quest to deal with Tingle. And so you break have, out of jail yeah. where he tells you about this whole system. And then the moment you finish being told about this whole system and all that's so exciting, what's going to happen? It's like, this doesn't work anymore. They get a pop-up from the Wii Miiverse that it's closed. And it's like, yeah, great. Couldn't just patch that one out, huh? Nope. Just patch the whole system out. You pause the game and there's like three tabs. And one of the three tabs is a thing that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's only forever. Th- there's only three tabs on the entire pause menu and it's gone. And I get so much pushback when I bring this stuff up in this in the Let's Play because people will defend everything, I guess. But like it's objectively bad to just be teasing you with mechanics that don't exist. Yeah. And it's like it's especially it's like, uh, again, this is one of the things I mean, it's like I, I will give it to Nintendo because they're old and crotchety and they won't just fucking get with the times a lot of the time. But there are a lot of other games that fall into the same problem where they do that shit, where they have things that no longer work or features that aren't available and they won't just update it. We live in a time where you can update a game at any moment. Just update it. Mm hmm. Like, it, it, it's appalling. You think of, like, imagine if you put in, like, a Super Nintendo game, and it goes like, oh, it's not 1995 anymore? Well, sorry, Buckaroonie, you like, can't have this skin. When, and it's like, what the fuck is wrong? Why would you include this in the game? When Diablo 3 was removing the auction house, they removed all traces of the auction house. It, they didn't what? leave a button on the start menu forever that's like, no, this is closed now for like the next three years. Are you sure? Like they just got rid of the auction house entirely yeah. and they patched out the interface. Not only that, they added, gone. they even added the new feature of, uh, of like, um, seasons mm-hmm. of like having season things or whatever. So it's it just, impressive it how seemed, you can do that. It just seems logical to me. Cause yeah, updating. like I talked about it, like there's just like a, there's just a lot like I, and it's not me saying the games are bad it's no, just like a, a, it's, it's just, just a there's, a, there's a loss of evidence i mean a loss of innocence with nintendo yeah once they started having dlc and started having limited time in of existence online only services and started having amiibos which is physical dlc and like that's collectible and limited edition yeah and like all these different things that like it used to be you bought a nintendo game and you just played it and that was the whole game yeah but now like games have dlc and they have microtransactions and they have uh limited edition physical copy dlc unlocking toys you have to find and on all, all of their games have hooks into online services that expire and they expired surprisingly quickly like over the t- like uh, uh, i guess like that, i mean the wii u as a whole wasn't that long ago no it was uh it i think the console itself was only out for about three years and it's, before me version was shut down and its entire platform is down yeah and so everything that hooks into that it just hooks into nothing now yeah and I, that's uh the, the only thing that exists is the store yeah so the e-shop still exists but that's the only online feature that is functioning and they're even closing down the wii store that's like even uh, by EA and Ubisoft standards, there are parts of the Nintendo products that are shutting down unusually fast. Yeah. I mean, Demon Souls just went down and it's a 2009 game. I mean, it took, a, it took like a decade. Yeah. And it's I I think it's one of those things where Nintendo is very I mean, that's just I, I feel like it's more of a Nintendo issue just because they tend to be one the they tend to be those kind of people that don't if, if something isn't working. 
even if it's even if it's not a loss of profits, if it isn't going the way they want it, they'll shut it down. It's just gone forever. And Meverse was kind of like that. It was a lot of like it was more. It was so good though. It, it was just kind of like this thing of like no Miiverse one. Meverse was such a pleasant thing. Yeah, but it was also a thing that like no one really used to the extent that Nintendo wanted it to be used, which mm-hmm. was like a community platform where people interacted and you made friends and all people did is post stupid memes on it all day. We had such fun and, dumb moments where it was Yumi and Joe, Joe just yeah. sitting around the pad and just drawing dumb oh, yeah. shit and posting it to Meverse. We'd be like between our recordings, like it's Merlin Durrell. Fuck in a game. What could be better? Yeah. That's because we're playing. We were playing. We were playing Survival Instinct right in time with uh, when a, a, a character from Survival Instinct died in the show, and everyone's freaking out about his death on the on uh, Meverse. On yeah. Meverse, and we're just like, it's Merlin Durrell in a game. What could be better? yeah (laughs) they had to rush that game out maybe that's why the game is so low quality is they had to like we had to get this out before the character dies because he's gonna die like this season oh shit (laughs) the guy on the cover is gonna die what are we gonna do turns out michael rooker has shit to do oh no (laughs) oh no he has movies to film and can't be in 17 seasons of walking dead good for him the showrunners even say themselves that the show's nowhere near being over Excuse we're me. We're in like season seven. Excuse or eight me. What now. did you? What was that? Yeah. Because I think you're. I think you mistook. It's ending soon. <laughs> like Walking Dead is. By the time it's over, I think Walking Dead's going to be one of the longest running. Uh, one of the longest running, like narrative fictions ever. Like live action narrative fictions. Yeah. No. What what competition does it have? It, it was soap operas. Oh fuck those though. They count. Yeah, but I'm t- you know what I'm talking about, though. Days of Our Lives is technically uh, th- still ongoing, and it's been ongoing for, like, almost 40 years. Yeah, but soap operas are so unscripted, they're practically improv. <laughs> like, what happens today? I don't know. Fucking stab her. <laughs> and like, all right, 20 minutes. Have you ever about- watched the soap opera, Keith? It's not like that at all. Jesus. It's, it's some it's evil twins. <laughs> yeah, it's always like, Benefany, I thought you were dead. It's like, no, that was my brother you threw off the cliff. Benefany! but you're a girl how do you have a twin brother that looks like you aren't soap operas like daily yeah like it's like it's basically like a like the worst case scenario version of like saturday night live where it's just like mass produced rapid fire content i wouldn't say like saturday night live i would say more of like uh like a bad youtube skit like imagine if john tron just went down in 100 percent quality and it was like oh wait what sorry. if sugar pine what? 7 had to make 10 times as much video what if like <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to just like however often they make their it, weird it would be more yeah thing whatever it is it'd be more like if uh it's like what, what would happen if you watched game theory twice a week is like basically yeah the concept but i'm just thinking of like shows that are like like this thing has like this thing has seasons of like pre-scripted things with like showrunners and directors and yeah. everything like that like like in that realm like walking dead's already one of the longer ones isn't it the super long-running shows like really long-running shows are usually like a sitcom or like a, a cartoon or like what, some, something uh, where they can just make they can just keep churning out episodes indefinitely because none of the episodes have anything to do with each other half the time yeah and, a lot of them, like some of those live action, but a lot of them are animated, and that's because you can replace all of the actors eventually and yeah. and keep going even. Uh, I want to say, what, Heroes was only six seasons? Heroes was only four seasons. Three seasons? Four seasons. No. Heroes was more than four seasons. No. Yes. I know you're wrong because I own them. 
all of them? Yes. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. You know what? I have the physical uh, copies of them. You're not close. House is uh, 13 seasons. But that's even their house. That's the issue. You're talking about episodic shows. Because the house is a procedural. Isn't, isn't Walking Dead? Well, so, well, so, house, but house has plots. It, it, has ha- overarching it, it can stories. have an overarching plot for the season, but house still runs with the trapping of being like like CSI. Okay. A question posted beginning of thing. We got to solve this mystery, which is what's happening in the body, because house is Sherlock. Is literally the that's what well, the show is. Yeah. He's literally Sherlock. Uh, but with three Watsons. Yeah. <laughs> No, he has one Watson. It's that one pushover guy. Technically, that, that is, has the what, least Wilson? screen. But he has, le- yeah, has the least screen time. Yeah, because <laughs> he's he's a, he just wanders into set in the middle of the episode for three minutes. Like I'm here to be your conscious for five minutes. Back to your diversity hire group. <laughs> your ever cy- your ever cycling group of colorful faces that. <laughs> keep disappearing for some reason because they keep changing over the course of the show i'm like I mean, what Kum- keeps happening these people kumar was busy all right he had shit yeah he was like i'm gonna go become uh part of obama's campaign so uh my character killed himself off camera <laughs> spoilers for house <laughs> but like they literally just like unfortunately he's not joking that is no. actually what happens he literally uh, went he, he got yes. hired by obama's campaign so the one day an episode just starts with them finding his body but it's off camera so they just see his feet sticking out from behind a bed yeah because he i guess he killed himself in that room and that's the, that's the end of that character i'm like all right <laughs> yeah all it was right re- it was really dark all things considered that he joined a campaign where yeah. its slogan was hope yeah but overall <laughs> but overall house is basically like the but CSI episode. type shows where yeah. it's like every episode is almost entirely interchangeable except for the fact that the season as a whole has a bare bones through line usually yeah. kind of like doctor who and yeah like so on and so forth a lot, a lot like doctor who yeah it's like like generally stuff doesn't have long form story with continuity from beginning to end that much and, that, and that's not usually a, a thing for long shows so the fa- like even game of thrones is ending and that only had 10 episode seasons and it's ending at like episode eight uh, season eight and that's after they made the season seven and eight both shorter i believe okay uh well and what uh walking dead has like it had a six episode first season and then it's been like 16 every season since then basically how many episodes was, it just or keeps going how many seasons was uh breaking bad four it was five 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 seasons better call Saul's on season three now all right if you really want to push it you could pretend they're the same show but they really aren't um it's it's not common i would you'd probably have to go back to something older like like how how long was mash around was mash mash was episodic was it episodic yeah because episodic I, is episodic i've never is seen always. mash i just always hear it mentioned as being the show that had like the biggest most viewed finale ever yeah like the finale was the most viewed thing in the history of television of course why wouldn't it be but i don't know i don't know anything about mash it's the end of nam <laughs> was it like a vietnam was it a comedy or was it a drama both I don't know anything about MASH. Oh. <laughs> it's a problem. I, I watched MASH during my prom because no one went with me. So I, I watched it in the limousine outside of the, <laughs> the place. Oh. So, uh... But yeah, MASH was a... MASH was a... It was a drama... Wait, did your... Did your... What, did your mom, like, buy you a limousine for prom or something but no i went with date? a group of friends oh. but i didn't have anybody to go to prom so you with. just stayed in so the limo just, well i went in with him and then i was like why am i here i don't dance and i don't have anybody to go with so i'm just gonna go in the limo and hmm. watch tv in there and so me and the limo driver just watched mash in the back of the limo i had a group of friends that would hang out in the physics room and we just 
like that where we spent our lunch it was yeah. like one of the newly developed buildings at the end that like when we were on our tail end of being at that school they had the newly developed oh. like really nice buildings yeah so we're just hanging out in there during lunch because it has air conditioning and it looks nice and everything and instead of the shitty benches everyone flocks to i'm like where it's just misery yeah it's like we can sit in normal people chairs instead of weird braided plastic dip i don't know who decided <laughs> they, they that. all they that... all look like uh ice cream cone uh they, they look like you go to foster freeze and you get like the, the chocolate w- waffle. Dip. waffle cones no it looks like the chocolate dip like oh. the texture like, yeah it looks like they just made a bench and then sprayed it with like plastic melt they did until it becomes not plastic not melt yeah <laughs> and i was like i don't want to stay on this uh, you can yeah you can tell they did it because it's all drippy on the bottom yeah i'm like oh these are just mass-produced garbage benches uh, but it's a school. What do you want? They don't so have funding. My, so my whole group, when prom came around, we just went. To, uh, we just went bowling, but we dressed up. <laughs> so we were. Dre- so why did you dress up? So we were all dressed up for prom, but we went to the bowling alley and played DDR and bowled and stuff like that, and just had fun. Why, why did you dress up at all? That's such a weird. Because it was prom. That was that but was. You didn't go to prom. But that was the gimmick. Is that we were going to prom, but not going to prom because so you, we didn't think we'd have any fun at prom. But did we you guys had- like pay for suits? Uh, well, we just wore shit we had. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if other people did. I just wore my dad's shit. Okay. I was going to say, like, as long as you didn't rent a tux for nothing. Like, no, I just, stupid. no, I just went raiding for like, uh, that's, that's a jacket. That's a, that's a tie. Okay. White shirt. <laughs> This, I mean, this works. I already had dress shoes because I needed them for graduation. I would have preferred to have done that. I think or I stayed home. Same, I think I wore the, so, wore the same clothes for graduation, actually. God, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think both prom prom and sober grad night or whatever the hell they called it was that what they called it yeah sober grad night's my first youtube video oh is it yeah have you ever seen that no it's shit <laughs> uh, i we were uh we were doing yeah cause oh wait i think i did for context because i don't know what parts of the world or even what parts of the country get sober grad night not or europe what, what, that mean, <laughs> or what that even means to people it's the idea that you're graduating you're grad you're graduating high school yes but you're at an and it, that's a celebratory type thing but it's illegal to drink at that age for our for in our in our in country our state. yeah is it is it just our state or is it the whole country can anyone in the state in the country drink at 18 i don't know i don't, I don't, well, I don't trust the south maybe I, they'll let people i think drink it might anyways. i think it might wobble a little bit from 21 but i don't think anyone's 18 but I'm not sure. No. But you can't drink at 18, and they assume that you're all degenerates, and you're going to go drinking and driving and dying. And to be fair, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Because uh, historically, people do die, like, literally graduation night, and that's, like, not a great time. Happened for my class. Gen- yeah, you generally don't want to die on your high school graduation I mean, it's a wasted 12 years, I'll give you that. Like, I mean, there's definitely a lot of like people are like, I can't imagine life after high school, but some people literally don't get <laughs> to go past high school, so they never get to, f- to figure out the whiplash of how that goes. Uh, so, Super Grad Dynamic makes some sense in that aspect. I well, wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna be doing shit because I literally had never had a drink at that point and wasn't really in any hurry. <laughs> uh, I probably would have been playing. Uh, what year was that? 2008 for you? I probably would be playing Assassin's Creed 2 or something. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to date this shit. It's not yeah. easy. Uh well, well yeah. Yeah, so it would have been because you graduated a year after me, so it's two thousand eight. Yeah. So what our school does at the very least is they just get everyone together to throw an event, which is they take us in our case, they took us to like a mini golf arcade yes. type building. The same place every goddamn yep. year. And so you can you all of the arcade And they deny it every goddamn year they always say no it's never there it's nah, not gonna be there we're gonna go again. somewhere new this time yeah. 
No, but you basically mini golf's open and mini golf. It's an arcade. It's an arcade. Uh, and so you're playing mini golf for free. Like and all the and all, yeah, there's go karts. Thing. All the arcade machines are unlocked to just play for free forever, yep. which is that's all right. Laser tag. That's pretty all right. Just do all that shit for free. Uh, yeah, the X Men thing is real fun to play when you don't have to pay quarters. <laughs> it's a real fun game. to X Men, welcome to die. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Does it still say that? Yeah. Is that version? Yeah. That's the six player one, right? Yep. Or just way too uh, many players? Yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like one of those arcade machines that so so many players have to fit around it that the uh, you have the normal arcade machine box and then there's like a weird fin sticking out that has all the controller inputs yeah. that sticks out like three feet from the actual uh, so thing. That, yeah, because that like, they, they have to have a semicircle for six people to yeah. stand at. And this was before like curved TVs existed because they're all just CRT monitors. Yeah. So there's no way you could have like it curved no. so everyone could see it. So they had to like just make the TV further and then make the <laughs> the, con- the controllers <laughs> outward. It was it's all It's all weird. But uh, yeah, my first ever YouTube video, which is still on the channel as like unlisted and I break it out every now and then as a weird thing. Is I just started filming for five minutes on my camera because I brought my camera to Sober Grad Night. Okay. And that was just, and that was back when people were more likely to need a camera and not a phone for that purpose. Yeah. And so I filmed for five minutes, uh, four minutes and 59 seconds of just dumb Sober Grad Night bullshit. And it's just a I dumb, think I, embarrassing I video. Because Max is, was in your graduating class, right? Max was in my graduating class. I don't think he was there, though. I thought he was there. No, it's pre- it's pretty much all the same people from the from the prom night. Okay. So it was, I don't you probably wouldn't know any of them. No. So you never not. knew Ryan. Nope. No. I for my sober grad night, I slept. I slept through it. I went to the viewing area for the laser tag and I went to sleep. And then I woke up at like a decent number of people just slept through it. Yeah, I think they're. I think I woke up at like five in the morning, and they were like, "All right, we're leaving." And I was like, "Oh, right, we were doing like a thing here." That's I forgot about that. It's so a, it's a weird concept. It, I didn't want to go to it. Uh, the only reason I had to go is because my parents were part of like the committee yeah. who did it, and it was, so they were like, "Like, well, we put all this work, and you got to go." I was like, "I for one, I told you not to, and for two, you know, I don't want to do it. So why there, would you?" There's even- this weird feeling of like you're almost. Cause like a lot of people do stay up, and I think I stayed up too. And like, there's a weird sense of like it's like a, it's like a, it's like a school sponsored sleep disruptor. Yeah. Because like I would never stay up till five a.m. just because because it sucks. It does. Yeah. Like you make you make the mistake like once, and you're like, oh great, so tomorrow just is bad. Great. Yeah. Glad glad I did this. I mean, granted, I wasn't. It's not like I couldn't stay up. It's just like there wasn't anything to do. I didn't have anybody to hang out with um everyone everyone that i knew in high school was like either didn't go because it's stupid and lame or they like were hanging out with groups of people i didn't know so i was like i'm not gonna deal with that i couldn't play mini <laughs> i was like i couldn't play mini golf escape all these odd people yeah i was like they're I, well they're me. all in my graduating class but they're people i don't want to interact with because i've been around them for four years and if i didn't interact with them then there's a reason why but you already know um but like and and like the mini golf was cons- like everybody was always playing mini golf all the go-kart things were taken up like there's nothing that you could do that wasn't crowded basically it was a little frustrating I, I think i remember i don't think i got to do laser tag or the go-karts the entire night yeah there was such a backlog of people trying to get into it i'm like i'm not gonna wait in line like i'm at a con yeah exactly <laughs> and so i was like i'm just going to fucking sleep and so i did and it was just like it was dumb i don't know 
what what compels a school to do that. I was hoping for a trip. Even if it was just a freaking Six Flags down the goddamn street, it would have been more interesting than going to a stupid goddamn, like, four literally, like, ten and under children uh, play area. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm in high school. If I want to bring a girl on the most unclassiest date ever, I will bring her to this place and play mini golf and beat her at it. But otherwise, I will never show up to this place again. There's there, like no there, reason There's to. something funny about being like, we don't want you to do all those nasty adult demons tonight. So we're going to take you to this place that has like pastel splurt floor. Yeah. Like it's that carpet where somebody took like a shampoo bottle full of paint and just squeezed it everywhere and it's just streaks of random colors across the whole floor like that kind of place it's very like 80s yeah yeah because that was it's arcade floor which always yeah. looks absurd i don't even know it's just yeah it's a it's a dumb thing i, I hate god i hated that but yeah so anyways mash is a drama slash, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mash is a, a drama slash comedy i've lost the complete thread again um, and so it, it did go on i think mash did go on for a pretty long time but mash was also mostly episodic uh it had it did the thing where there were a couple episodes like sometimes they do part one part two part three but for the most part it was usually uh it was usually like each episode was a new crazy it's, mission it's, it's hard it's hard to think of a narrative show that's fully scripted and directed and everything with seasons and stuff like that that isn't that that competes with how long walking dead's going to be if it keeps going at this rate i mean it's only going to keep going as long as people keep watching it and yeah. i think given if you give it like a like five years maybe it can't be on the air anymore because people are just going to stop having cable and <laughs> it's, it's going to get to a you point don't think it's going to evolve onto digital platforms not unless, not unless tv survive. companies learn how to use the internet for once in their goddamn lives oh, so you lives. think walking dead's not going to die because of the lack of popularity you think it's going to die because it's little form of existence yes. will, as a media form will cease yeah. to be and viable and it's just going to do the thing like star it's going to outlive its entire platform yeah and it's just going to do the thing like star <laughs> trek was where they were like so you can only watch star trek on our special app it doesn't it's on on hulu or netflix or anything like everyone else uses you have to use our special app and pay for our special app service that's miserable. and people are like so i'm not gonna watch star trek and they're like no 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 please watch star trek it's really good i'm not gonna watch star please trek. take our std <laughs> and it didn't work i still can't believe they called that show std i can't believe they bring back atlantis or not Atlantis, uh, Stargate. Stargate? Yeah. I was going to say, like, this, it was a Stargate first. <laughs> yes. There was an Atlantis one at some point. I can never get I bring myself to watch Stargate. Really? Because the movie was so bad. Oh, and yeah. And that was the basis of the entire show, is that it's based on that movie. Yeah. And the movie's bad. It's a bad movie. It's a bad, it's movie, a bad movie that spawned, like, but it's hundreds a, of episodes of show. But it's a good show. TV show. That's the hard part. And also, every time I see anything about Stargate, the first thing I see is the guy with the dumb thing on his forehead. The Klingon guy? Yeah. And and he just seems like a... I, I don't like that character, I don't think. He's a great character. Like, I just... He's kind of like I Jax. Can't, I can't get into it at all. Uh, yeah, he's like... <laughs> like, every uh, time I see him, I'm like, I can't take this guy seriously. What the fuck is yeah, happening? <laughs> he's more like Jax from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Drax? Or Drax. Yeah. Where he's kind of just, like, very taken aback by human like whateverness like ah, humans are great and he's just kind of like you guys are a lot of work it's just so much so much to get through if i was a, oh it's a lot i'm just saying it's it's in the vein of like star trek when you try to introduce somebody to star trek and they're like that seems like a lot of shit to deal with and you're like but it's one it's issue with parts. one issue with stargate is i'm probably more likely to try to watch classic doctor who and the other versions of star trek before i try to start another universe again yeah because like i still need to get around to watching voyager and uh deep space deep space nine 
Yeah, I mean, I watched and it. Maybe I'll try Enterprise. I don't know. I I watched it I've while seen, I was. I've seen Discovery. Ooh, I've seen all of Discovery so far. I've I've seen. I mean, Boy. I watched I watched Stargate when it was airing, so I was in that. Like, yeah, I didn't at all. So I was in that part where it was like I only watched it because it was on TV, kind of thing. Where like so I could watch it week to week i think i finally watched but, a movie because i kept hearing about the show and then yeah. i was like this movie sucks yeah it's a shit movie and then i watched it again like like a few years ago and I'm like I, this movie still sucks i never i got into i watched stargate before i watched the movie hmm. so i just started watching it and i was like i don't know what's going on but let's have fun and i just went with it and then something then i i remember ethan told me he was like hey did you ever watch the movie which is supposed to like start the whole thing i was like there's a movie i'll watch that and i was like that was a mistake i shouldn't have watched the movie i would have never watched the show he made this whole he made this whole show less good <laughs> yeah, now yeah. in retrospect i was like what happened it ruined all the characters because there's the guy with the glasses that probably doesn't even show up in the show oh billy from none of those people none of those, none of those people are probably in the show at all right what the, people, the new in the one? Mo- people in the movie yeah those people aren't gonna be in the new one no, I mean the people in the movie. The oh. people in the Stargate movie are probably not in the show at all, are they? No, they're just. It's just an unrelated. We discovered Gates. We discovered Scar- movie. Stargates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a lore for Stargate, basically. Uh, no, uh, the only person that was there was the captain. Was the old guy, the salt and pepper guy? Don't remember anymore. Uh, captain Jack. I remember. Captain I remember. Jack. I remember a strange pyramid intro. Pyramid the- intro. Was that the show where like some kind of weird creature or thing in robes or something is like in an Egyptian pyramid at the, like the discovery of some kind of relic or something, and that's like the cold open before you meet all the characters? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that, that. I I remember that more than the whole movie usually. That and I kind of remember glasses guy trying to teach girl how to speak as a core gimmick of the movie. Oh, because she yeah. doesn't speak English. Yeah, she doesn't speak. She speaks alien speak yep. or something, and. I can't tell you what the plot of the movie is. I've seen it twice now, and I can't tell you what the actual, like... It's like, been a while. I'd have what, to rewatch what the, it. What the risk was, or who the bad guy was, or what the, what was happening. Yeah. All I can say is that he had to teach her English. Let's see here. Okay. We should probably... Let's do a we question. We should probably do a question. One second. He's moving. He's shaking. He's moving and a shaking and a moving and a shaking and a close the door. It's done now. I did it. All right. So we have a question. I can't read that screen behind me, so I'll read yours. Uh, Why do we have so many screens? Find out in episode 20. Let's see. So the great screen caper. The great screen caper. Let's see. Hello, Andrew and Keith. How are you? I just recently started watching this channel. I totally love this. I don't know which channel, but thank you. Um... Uh, let's see. I was wondering if that you're... is true. Yeah, it doesn't see. You actually don't know what channel they mean at the yeah. point. Uh, I was wondering if you're also uh, if you're also. Let's it's see. It's your channel. Okay. I was wondering. <laughs> it's clearly if... your channel because all their questions are about Tokyo Jungle. Yeah. I was wondering if you're also playing Tokyo Jungle, but uh, but then live that would be really great. Question one. Uh, oh, that's question one. Okay. Uh, am I? If you're also playing Tokyo it's... Jungle, but then live. It's not a very well worded question, just in general. Uh, no, I'm not playing Tokyo Jungle on live streams. Uh, number two, <laughs> how do you come? Uh, how do you? How did you come? Of wait, it's the same question as before again how about why are you doing? Like, how did you think to do YouTube? Which would, would we get? We just keep getting that question. Oh, okay. I don't think people are listening. <laughs> uh, the answer to that is episode one. The an- yeah, and also um, again in other episodes. Yeah, kind of. So question three. 
can you play Tokyo Jungle on a laptop computer? Yes, it's called an uh, an emulator. You can yeah. look up a PS uh, PS3 emulator. They do exist, and they are actually as, functional. As far as can you just buy it or not? No, no, it's just a PS3 game. It's just PS3. Period. Game. Yeah. And uh, number four, are you are you planning on continuing the series of Tokyo Jungle? Yes, if they make a Tokyo Jungle two. Tokyo Jungle was such a weird cult hit for people that don't understand shit. It was kind of fascinating. What do you mean like, don't understand shit? Like, like in general? Like the demographic for Tokyo Jungle had terrible technical know-how about how to get how to get games and stuff like that. Well, they're children. Yeah. So it's a bunch of kids and furries and stuff like that that were into that game and like quickly became apparent they had no idea what they're doing because the idea of a game that's exclusively on PSN was like an in- inaccessible concept it had one release but only in japan but, well no remember there was an english no. there's an american release the h the uh remember they had a it was a bundle it was tokyo jungle and something else and some it was three bundle oh right there yeah later on there was a weird like yeah tokyo jungle and rain and something else yeah I say. Something it, else. it was the things made by japan studio or whatever it's called yeah uh but so that was there, it there, there was a weird that yeah. was the only time you could get tokyo jungle physically was in that weird three but set for the longest time people were like i can't get this why is it so much on amazon and stuff like that it's like it's like it's, it says japanese import in the the, the listing yeah because it's a physical disc you're importing from japan that's like 50 dollars special edition also in a language you can't read yeah so good luck trying to figure out how to do the controls tokyo jungle so weird and appealing and also crap at the same time it's only crap because the world isn't changing the world one of the, the big things uh for those who don't know tokyo jungle is a playstation exclusive roguelike that's not great at being a roguelike nope. in a lot of ways but you pick an animal mm-hmm. and you either herbivore or omnivore and time just starts burning by there's a uh, at all times it burns yeah on the top of the screen it just tells you what year it is starting at zero yeah and it just counts down and you're constantly no, becoming, counting up well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's counting up. But I mean, like you're counting you're all counting of your stuff's down. going down because yeah. you're you're like, aging. Your, your character is aging, and you are becoming more hungry, and you have health to manage for combat reasons. Yeah, and if you become poisoned or too hungry, your health starts going down. So it's got all these survival elements. So it's got a lot of. Survival. So instead of being all about gra- like a lot of roguelikes are about grabbing random weird power ups and fighting constantly, and that game is often about fighting, like, avoiding combat entirely, or just killing something specifically to eat it. In many cases and things like that mostly to eat it yeah. yeah but also your character when he gets too old his health and stamina like maximum numbers start draining down until yeah. you're too until eventually the, you're just too old to live yeah basically there's like a, a a cutoff period for animals lifespan like dogs cut off at 16 and cats yeah. cut off at like 20 so you, so you need to make babies and, yes which meant that you needed to take over an entire zone of the map to be your personal territory by marking territory by everywhere three then times had, then you had to find a mate and there was like three or four mates in each region you had to find the top two oh, good yeah one. in each in each not, one had a ranking yeah, to it not the, we'll, not the black so you, hearts never you, date you, a black heart you basically wanted fleas. to get the s rank uh fuck buddy and <laughs> you had to make babies together so that you can then play as those babies yes and the weirdest thing is once you make babies you then have a, a, a series of animals that are running around like a jrpg party in a line together <laughs> yeah and you're controlling the one on the front 
but if you die, you just switch control to the one behind. Yes. And so you have like suddenly after, so after the first time you have babies, suddenly you have lives, you have lives. instead of one yeah. animal. And the, depending on which mate you pick depends on how many lives you get, basically. But terrifyingly, all of those animals are also in the public around with you, so they can be attacked. Yes. And you can lose them without actually dying yourself. You're like, oh shit, my lives are all gone. Gators will destroy. Mm-hmm. And, but just to top things off... It had a local-only multiplayer shared screen mode, which I is think what it had. All, oh, no, it didn't have. No, online. it didn't have online. Yeah. So that's what Andrew and I did. Yes. And so we started playing local co-op for that game. And apparently, we were like the only ones. Those who videos committed were themselves. just. Those videos were just so eventful and fun and they, dramatic yeah. and stuff like that. Why uh, bear? So we did it for a while. It was one of our first ever breakout video things ever yeah basically it was one of the first videos on it was pretty much that, it was pretty like, much that time and the time and that artemis. ben kuchera tried yeah that ben kuchera decided to post artemis on the pa report and it was yeah. our video of like the dumb drawing of sid as captain picard as the thumbnail and everything yeah. and it's like it's just us sitting in marty's living room uh playing artemis with a bunch of people with terrible setup for trying to record any of it because you need to be rich in order to set up an artemis recording setup with like six microphones and cameras and everything yeah so it was just a webcam and shit like that but those two are like two breakout things really those are the two that really took off um and so we did the uh we did the series for a while there in uh, tokyo jungle but at some point it's just like what do you do like the game just doesn't have that much to it no it has a large number of animals like 50 or something yeah there's a lot of animals and combinations you can make but at some point you get to you hit a cap where you go they just just largely play the same yeah you you get to a point where you're like i know all the zones i know how to avoid all of the dangers that come at me i know how to like fight properly the only thing that's holding me back is the limitations of the character i pick the rough thing is that the map's not randomized fully like they are usually isn't a roguelike so you have a pretty much set in stone layout of this japanese neighborhood that is a real place largely and none of the streets change no but there's just a few like sometimes you'll get a pathway yeah there's a few there's a few like caves here and there that will sometimes be covered and sometimes uncovered in different runs and that's like the only real variety to it yeah so it just doesn't have the infinite replay but people will not stop asking they won't it comes up we haven't made a video of it for like three years i think no and it's it's, it's like a meme at this point on the damn channel it's like people will just go onto random games like even mirror or like any game and people when are you gonna play tokyo jungle again it's like I keep saying this. There's when they people, make a two, there's people that I will are prepped for the infinite, uh, the infinite repetition, and there's people who aren't. Yeah, like there's certain brains that can just cope with it, and I don't think either of us are that person. No, I can't. I cannot play Tokyo see what, Jungle. See forever. what you need is you need uh, you need Northern Lion or Wanderbot to buy a PS3, and, and have they, a friend. And they, yeah, and they can give you the really long Tokyo Jungle series because I've seen Wanderbot play one game for like 200 episodes. Where it's just doing runs over and over again. Yeah. And obviously Northern Lion's done it from uh, like... His entire career? He's probably done like two or three thousand episodes of Binding of Isaac versions at this point. Like just nightmare numbers that are incomprehensible. What blows my mind is that when a a new version of Binding of Isaac comes out, I'll check Northern Lion's channel. Yeah. And when it's been like a week or something... And not only will he have still been making a daily ep- video of Binding of Isaac every single day, but he's also restarted the number count for the because he's now the, the series is now named after the new version of Binding of Isaac that he's playing. But on top of that, when the new one comes out, he does what I do for Dark Souls sometimes, which is he's doing like three episodes a day of the same game, which is like 
on some level i get that when it's like oh the hot new game let's do this but it's like it's the same game he's been playing every day for years already and he does like an energy boost of let's play it even more this week i'm like oh my fucking god it's like you're just trying to burn out right he hasn't though i don't understand there's not i don't think he can burn out on a game that he just is soulless about like he's just an autopilot right he just like click click the game loads up and he goes like Close his eyes and just plays the thing while saying stuff, and it doesn't even matter that it's relative to the game. Or he could I don't just know. he can make up shit by sounds at this point. I bet. I just don't know how some and, people keep going like that, like just forever. But like, I, like I, that's I, probably what would happen if somebody tried to record the process of like getting to Monster Hunter rank nine nine nine. Yeah, it's like you've just been playing this one game for so long, and it's like you're just fighting the same things you'd fought in the first fifty episodes. And people over do and over that again. with Dark Souls. But Dark Souls is at least like a campaign. Well, yeah, but some people want to get like max level. I mean, there's Lobos Juniors out there that do that just keep looping. Yeah. Have you seen that? His, his Switch channel? Yeah. Like he just keeps doing challenge runs. Like he'll play other games every now and then, I think. But he just keeps I think. doing. I don't pay. Well, I don't follow. I think he plays I, games. I don't, I don't know. I don't Maybe it's only acti- Dark Souls. <laughs> I don't follow him actively. But I'm, I think I've seen him play other games before. Yeah. He doesn't play other but games. But he keeps playing more and more special runs of Dark Souls over yep. and over again. To the point where at one point he was watch he was playing Dark Souls by watching his own stream with delay on. So he's watching the delayed version of the video and playing the game. So the stream itself featured a picture in picture thing that showed what like what he's seeing versus what's happening and stuff like that to show you like the time delay between the two so you could see it in the video itself. Yeah. But he was just playing watching his own delayed video and he was winning at the game and it's like jesus christ yeah eventually people get to the point where it's like they do the run where they i beat dark souls 3 without ever getting uh was it without ever rolling or blocking (laughs) no rolling no blocking that means all of their damage avoidance is just on walking around basically or parrying maybe i don't know if that if that counts or not i've never actually watched those runs i mean a parry shouldn't count because you're not blocking the move you're actually stopping the move and then attacking yeah so parries do count as an attack technically i don't know it's not like a shield bash it's, that's for other people that care about the stuff to argue about uh i don't if you ever wonder why people don't necessarily go all in on that kind of crap and might just chase novelty and new games and stuff like that or why people move on eventually is because like kudos to northern lion for playing that game for a billion hours but like he, he like his channel is exceptionally small for how old it is at this point yeah like for a let's player to be going that long i like he's nowhere near a million yet is he no i don't think so uh like it's not the best strategy generally to just bank on one game forever yeah like some people worked that worked for some people when they banked on minecraft because Minecraft was so much bigger than Binding of Isaac. I mean, I, it's... But even, but even that dies down eventually. And you're yeah. Like, now you're like, what does Yogg's cast do now? And that question happens. They don't... <laughs> they don't... Do anything? What does Yogg's cast do now? They don't. They don't. They don't do. Uh, Yeah, I, last I checked on Yogg's cast, they'll just, like, play a random game or something. Usually with a bigger... A lot of them, like, split up, in a sense, and went to become Twitch streamers mm-hmm. on their own. And they like just still do Yogg cast stuff together, but it's usually like, it's like how Channel Awesome has just been exploding over yeah. time, and I mean imploding over yeah, time, pretty much, and just shedding all of its people the same way Escapist did. Yeah. Uh, was it? I'll, I've also noticed that like sanity wins out a little bit with uh, gimmick runs, which is that gimmick runs are fun to think about, mm-hmm. but more so than they are fun to watch. Okay, like ha, that guy did that. That's crazy. But like 
like the YouTube channel, like everyone, like so many people have heard about the guy who beat Dark Souls by by playing the drums. Yeah, and he beat Dark Souls by singing, and he beat Dark Souls by touching bananas and stuff like that. I was gonna say there's like, like, the, like the, yeah. the banana thing, the bananas like, that are set up to like electrical circuits, and he just touches them, and those are all the buttons of his controller. Like everyone's heard about that guy. They're all the same guy, by the way. Yeah, I know because that it, guy's a lunatic. But his video has like his channel has so little following. Why would it have any following? He's just a weird guy who plays Dark Souls on various and, different and objects. And it's because like I'm not it's one that. thing to look at the funny video and be like, "Ha, he made that," but yeah. like it's so niche to be the guy that actually watches each of those playthroughs for like twelve hours or whatever. And like I'm gonna watch. Eventually, you're just playing. Eventually, you're just watching Dark Souls. <laughs> also, <laughs> again, I mean, at some point, you're only there to watch. Like most people, only watch those videos to look at major boss fights and watch him like slapping yeah. bananas really so, hard. So the go-to highlight is just watching him beat ONS with the gimmick. Yeah, which is like a three-minute video as opposed to watching a full playthrough of Dark Souls again. I would honestly say for him, he would probably make a lot more. He'd probably get a lot more views if he just broke every boss fight up into separate videos i think he might does he but it's just one of those things just where, like, it's just like, one of those things where like the novelty the novelty wears won't out carry you quickly yeah the novelty tends to not carry you that well it's also kind of like why novelty uh, novelty is like really extreme like if you're a guy who had no arms and you only play video games with your feet and like all your video all every game you play on your channel is you playing with your feet or like, like the guy that the guy that hit max level in wow with a ddr pad and stuff like that yeah uh gimmick runs are amusing to think about more so than to watch like the entirety of and so that goes the thing where it's all it also goes into the recurring question of like why do people why do people do commentary which is a thing i, I re-answer every now and mm. then it's like why commentary is a thing on videos and stuff like that and it's like it's because the personality part is why people follow you yeah like following you, you just because or if you're following someone just to watch a video game it's kind of yeah uh, it's kind of weird because to some regard you, you presumably want to watch the video game with that person specifically yeah and so that's what people can bank on yeah and if not then just put the video on mute like, well, I don't and know. well here's here's the issue is that <laughs> or buy the game it's like people complain like why there's all these giant channels that have all this person like uh, that are personality based and why the, why there aren't giant channels for like silent gameplay and and stuff like that i mean chip and cheese them do that they yeah. have silent versions and they have but there's like versions. there's like a couple of silent channels and one of the big ones is mk ice and fire is yeah. they see them come up everywhere uh the problem is that you don't need more than one of those no because like, they're playing the main games and what you're once gonna have there's to... a silent playthrough of a way out or whatever and that's what somebody wants then they don't need more of them Whereas, like, with commentary channels, you got to find, like, the channel that you like. Yeah. And watch that one and stuff like that. Because you're so, watching people. And you're watching someone hang out. people want different things, then there's room for different people to exist in that marketplace. Yeah. But if you're if you're just looking for a silent... If, you, if all you want is a 1080p 60 silent video that's just the gameplay and nothing else and the game audio... Yeah, there's no reason to keep looking after you find the first one. Yeah. But also, there's no reason to subscribe. Because what you're not, you're not like, I'm going to follow this channel and see what happens next. It's like, what's going to happen next is they're going to play another game that comes out. Yeah. But you, if you don't care about every game that ever comes out, then why would you subscribe to them just to flood you with games you're not looking for? Since you're not looking for what the next adventures of that person is. Pretty much, yeah. So my takeaway is that silent channels, no commentary channels, are essentially the equivalent of a library. Yeah, they're you, better for looking up at later points yeah. if you need to, but they're not good for like 
watching consistently. Like if you're somebody who keeps watching MK Ice and Fire videos, there's a decent chance that you're not doing it because you subscribe to them. It's because you just keep looking up different games and you keep finding him over and over again. Yeah. Just by happenstance. And you might not even notice that it's the same channel over and over again. And you might not even... Because there's no personality to dictate it. Or even, just... or even if you notice it's the same channel, you might not even bother subscribing. Because you're like, but I don't... That's not why I'm here. Yeah, it'll just... You're literally just checking yeah. out... The, you're, you're checking out To Kill a Mockingbird. And then you read it. And then it's, you put it back. And then you leave. Yeah. And then you come back next time you're looking up something. That's true. That is true. So that's one... Re so like that's the two reasons I, like, I think of of why no commentary channels aren't popular and don't thrive because there are people obviously who are in the market for just watching the game and nothing else. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a market for everybody. Yeah. Technically. But there's just no incentive systems that would cause a channel to grow in most cases. It's yeah. Which is why the list of silent channels is like practically one. Yeah. When it comes to ones that are marginally successful. Yeah. Chip and Ironicus do silence and com but they do silent and commentary. Yeah. So they have so like a the byproduct of their other channel essentially. Yeah. Well, no, they started doing Let's Play because remember, uh, Let's Play. Used to be like screenshots be on a only, forum. Well, yeah, it used to be screenshots on a forum, but it uh, it was always about the game. So yeah. uh, when you on the forum that they post their t uh, videos to, you can only post silent co uh, video content. The commentary is not allowed on there because it's not a let's play. When you commentate over <laughs> it, it's it, it it is no longer a or it's no because. I don't. I remember. I don't remember the weird definition that this it's confusing. place made up. But uh, but the idea was. Birds tried to lecture a few, a few times, but I argue that the definition just changed, and that's I, just true now. My argument is I don't. Care. I don't think the original definition matters. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it matters because guess what? Like it's not. It's not I don't what people think, call it. I don't think normal people know what something awful is. Yeah, probably not. Like it's not it's some weird niche forum somewhere that no one ever cared, like people didn't care what about. What about generally. e bombs world? What about because at, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the idea of just filming somebody playing a game is just intuitive. Yeah, like we've all like watched somebody playing a game, and we've done that on purpose before, just in real life. Yeah. So like the idea of like, oh, what if this was an entertainment thing? Let's just try this. Oh well, the. Uh, Technology has diversified and become so available at this point. We could just do this easily for no cost. Why not just try it? Oh, look, people are watching it. And then it happens. Yeah. And so, yeah. The, and then at that point, it's so much more popular that like at this point, the let's play definition just matches that basically. It's 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 also not a big deal because it's not <laughs> at its core. Let's play is not a not like a scholar level kind yeah. of conversation to have with somebody where it's like well define the original definition of let's play is quite interesting it's like no it's just somebody played a game it was like okay i watched to do play a game i guess i it's used a to just play. sit in the room and watch max and eric play world of warcraft sometimes even though i was playing world of warcraft and also it's not the most exciting thing but you're just sort of hanging out with some familiar yeah. people watching them play a video game and that's just it just happens naturally <laughs> uh but yeah, that's 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 the thing is like there's just all the most popular YouTube channels ever, period, are all personality driven. Yeah, they're, they're always a person. It's a person. I'm following this person or this group of people thing. Yeah. So that there's no there are none of the incentive structures, none of the growth opportunities really match with the idea of being a silent video game gameplay archive channel. Yeah, it's not. It's not like, really that we're not. There's not going to be a, a day when long plays is the most popular channel on YouTube. Yeah, the channel where they upload like five hour playthroughs of obscure adventure games with no commentary. 
it's just not it's good content. I find those videos constantly. Yeah. I'll often look up that exact game because if I look up a classic game in particular and I'm trying to gauge how long it is or how far I am in it and stuff like that, like I'll find long plays all the time. <laughs> but it's it's just like, what, who, why would you follow it? Yeah, why would you go there? Why would you want to be notified of a new video unless you cared about that game in particular? Mm, nope. Well, I think we can do one more question. Hello again, it's me. I don't know who you are. Oh, yeah, I know who you are. Uh, slightly more complicated question this time. How do you balance work, entertainment, and sleep in your day? No. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for tuning in. The answer That's... is no. Yeah. Neither of us are the people to ask about that. I am. And neither is Wander. Yeah. Bird has some kind of system. He has, like... A significant other who forces him to be well he a, has a significant a other but also like he has like was it he uh like we do our we do our group stuff yeah and when we do our group stuff we start at like seven which is usually when he's like when he's ready basically after work and everything yeah and he would stop at nine and like that's not his quiet hours no apartment place has a quiet hour time of nine o'clock at night it's usually like 10 or later or yeah. something uh like he that's just his natural cutoff point where like no we're, we do two hours a night and that's it and then i go on to the other parts of my life this is basically yeah. what he's doing uh and he has like he goes and he's like in his free time he's off doing like classes and stuff and like learning things and instruments or having friends or whatever the fuck <laughs> whatever it is weird job. normal people do but uh me andrew and wander are uh nightmare people yes we live a we live a terrible life of uh, <laughs> bad bad uh, time management choices. I wake up first thing in the morning and I start uploading all of the videos that rendered overnight, and then like I'll probably be eating breakfast and watching YouTube videos or something, and then once I'm ready, more or less, I just start recording, and, and often that takes it. and that's often that often takes long enough that uh. I'm pretty much like editing and then going to bed and stuff like that. Like there's yeah. just, there's a, it can be my entire day. Although part of it is that there's part of it is that it's too inefficient. Okay. Like the amount of the amount I need to record per day does not match the amount of time I lose every day. Mm, yeah. It's not entirely just because of, uh, it's not entirely just because of the, like, like, uh, switching games or whatever the fuck, but it's also like, distractions and things like that it's, yeah, it's hard to keep yourself like yeah it's hard to keep yourself on the on the goal when you aren't at a place you're sitting alone unsupervised in your at, yeah at your entertainment box and basically. someone has to someone has to yell at you which it's, is you it, it, yeah you have to yell at you and say like get back to work but like you don't have that intimidating person over your shoulder it can be surprisingly you. hard to to keep on task at the right time like i can often just be shocked by like how quickly time can pass in the morning oh yeah and some so like i'll be i have days where i start work at like five and i'm like what happened today like, like five in the afternoon did, yeah like i'll upload <laughs> stuff like i'll upload stuff in the morning at like 11 a.m and then i'll be like what did i do like i didn't like watch a movie or like yeah. leave the house oh yeah so like i have you just you just i timed. have days where i'm like i don't know how i used my time yeah I didn't stare at a wall, but I was, do I was, yeah, the, the being on a computer with internet 
you can just lose it can just make you go into productivity mode and just do anything even yeah. if it's not actually productive <laughs> yeah. and you can just burn through shit and it's, it's like so i do have, i definitely have days where i'm like what the fuck happened uh but also like i come here mm-hmm. and we'll sit here and like not do anything for like the first hour of me being here sometimes and yeah. also we'll take sometimes in the middle of the day or at the end of the day like we'll have a middle of the day break sometimes where we just don't work on anything for a while and yeah. sometimes usually like eat food drink something like just hang out or like some of our sessions end with us like planning on like oh we're taking our we're, we're just going to take like a smoke break or whatever the fuck and then go back to recording yeah but then that just that, that just uh, retroactively became the last recording of the day because yeah. we end up using so much time it's like i guess i'll just go yeah i guess the day's over now i i'm a little bit more structured structurally chaotic about my stuff i i guess because i keep myself onto a at least a somewhat like stable sleep schedule so like i i go to sleep usually at like try to get to bed by 10 11 if i can and then i wake up at like about three or four in the morning and my my big thing now is that like probably part of the reasons i one of the reasons i lose so much t- uh free time is partly because i I do just let myself sleep properly every day. So like unlike previous things where like I would be like trying to crunch all this work and editing and uploading into my schedule and then also working a day job, which would mean I would just lose sleep sometimes if I wanted to keep it all the whole ball rolling. Nowadays, when I go to sleep, I'm just going to go sleep for eight hours. Yes, yeah, I don't just I'm just going to reap the consequences of when I happen to go to sleep. Yeah, which could be 11 o'clock at night and it could be 4 a.m. And so that's why uh, some of those 11 a.m. uploads are late sometimes is because I had a very late night that particular night, either because I was up editing or because I just decided to watch something on Netflix. And that was me trying to have like Like trying to give myself free time for a while even though it means i'm watching a show at four in the morning four in the morning and then going to sleep and waking up at noon yeah because i which i hate oh yeah i that's why i keep my schedule which is Uh, i mean even if there are some times where i'll stay up uh talking on discord until like 12 1 in the morning and i look at myself i'm like i guess i'll sleep until four it's like it's but i have to keep myself on a schedule because it will all tumble down if i don't it's it's rough not having a schedule that has to sync up with anyone else just because like yeah like it's so easy to come up with an excuse to stay up later yep like oh i'll I'll just i'll record i'll record zelda until one o'clock in the morning and then while that's while that's importing into vegas and processing i'll watch like two hours of uh jessica jones or something and then i'll do a a late night editing session when it's all imported and set up and then set that to render and wake up in the morning to upload it and it it can so easily loop forever yeah uh i I think i'd have better work life split if i had an office yeah if there was a place you go to which i think is why a lot of youtubers do that they have a place like jesse cox and dodger and stuff have a shared place with some other like is is the completionist there too yeah i think so yeah i think he's there her husband's there too or dodger's husband's there too the idea of let's players that go to work yeah is like a very appealing idea because you have a start time and then you're there to work so it's like well i better get recording and then like i just think about like the time like i like I do have a, a busy work schedule for a let's player, yeah. But still is like when I'm putting if I'm putting out six videos a day, like on a good day, that's only three hours of recording. Yeah. Like I do have to import and I have to edit and I have to do all the other shit too. Yeah, which but if is, you're is also time consuming, if you're but being like, efficient, then it shouldn't take it should not yeah. take you twelve to like sixteen hours to like do. Like thinking anything. of <laughs> thinking of people that have eight hour workdays and everything, like 
three hours of recording should not be totally crazy. There's plenty of times where that's totally not the case that it's yeah. even three hours of recording. Like when I do puzzle games, I'm, I'm, I'm recording a lot and then editing it down in many cases yeah. because of just like some games don't always go that well time but basically but say something like or monster hunter grinding yeah but you know say something simple like yakuza yeah or um or i don't know what else you're playing currently at the moment like i've, I've just watched my i've just watched my backlog of my backlog of pre-recorded stuff that's coming up in the future just oscillate so wildly just because i'll have some really good days yeah you'll just or even really through. good weeks yeah we're like i i had a milestone not too long ago where like i I had a whole week of backlogged videos for all of my playthroughs. That's and I was crazy. like, holy shit. I get like a week it's off. Like my thing is so <laughs> far in the future. Well, and obviously I'm still recording my yeah. normal output. My my schedule, my idea is that like those X number of videos go out per day. So if I'm good if I have if I have enough backlog that it's not that I'm not literally just scrambling to record tomorrow's videos constantly, yeah. I'll often play a week I'll often play one week's worth of videos for one game in one day and that'll be like the day yeah because that's just you get into a better groove with a particular game and there's more continuity of like you not losing track of where you were going next in this open world or how mechanics work or how what the 15 yeah. things are you're juggling but also like you get the if you don't change games it's just more efficient like recording one game for three hours is better than like trying to hop between different things and stuff like that yeah, for, for like a number of reasons, really. Uh, so when that happens, it's great. But I so many random things will happen where like I'll just have surprisingly bad days where I just don't get as much done as I wanted to do. Or like I'll, I find myself starting later for reasons I don't even fully comprehend. But then like I have all these scheduled things. Oh yeah, like you have D and D, and you have yeah. I have, yeah. I have two D and D campaigns, one on camera, one off, and then I have yeah, like one of them's the D and D thing with Wander and Bird that's at a specific schedule, and then yeah. like my entire Tuesday is always this. I yeah. come here, we record the podcast, and we do other stuff. So that's just a whole day I can't account for. So even though I put six videos up a day, that up, that single handedly ups my per day recording schedule to be seven videos per day to maintain the status, like the status quo. Yeah. And if I get more than seven, then that means it's positive now. <laughs> like it's ranking up essentially. <laughs> like I'm now ahead of the curve. Yeah. So I, every, yeah, every day I essentially have a score. Yeah. Which and is so, how many videos I recorded versus the net change that happens every day. It's, it's and, a tough, it's a tough balance to try to yeah. find. I, for me, cause I, so for usually my thing is just balancing between doing uh it's just doing school job and let's playing if i have the time and so i try to fit all three in and i can kind of do it i can i can't really <laughs> record at the same level as i was when i was just splitting it between let's playing and work yeah but um but it's like i mean because my my thing is like for schooling i'm trying to do it as fast as possible you're, so. yeah you're trying to get through an entire degree out of a six-month payment for yeah uh, like you paid for a semester of online school and you're trying to beat school in that time <laughs> you're, andrew's currently speed running school which I, is I absurd i'm playing the dark souls version of I, school i i, I can't even comprehend I, I would lose my mind i think it's it although I, I really just i just don't like school uh, yeah i mean i don't either. like i was good at it and i was comfortable with it but like i don't it's not fun want to go back no, necessarily yeah. it's Doing, not a good it's not a good way of learning yeah trying to cram four years like to six months is like not a thing that was built. yeah like no one built a system this way like, like no one liking did this. liking learning is not the same thing as liking school yes like learning stuff can be cool but the way that school is generally structured is just not 
fun. It's, it's, it's not, not great. It's not learning. conducive, yeah. really. No, it's it's it a mess. Thankfully, I can. Uh, it's the only nice part is because it's you know the, because it's online. I can just every week can be a class, basically. So I can say like, okay, this is you know I'm doing uh doing an entire semester of math class in one week. Go and then boop mm-hmm. boop boop boop, and so I get four weeks out of each month. I can bust it all out. It wears on you at some point. You start yeah. going, you, you like start cripplingly. I mean, you basically maddening. have just not been recording for no. the longest time. I, and I, we meet up on Tuesdays and we and we get you. That's what you record. Yeah, and that's pretty much what goes on your channel, which is a problem because we're currently trying to record like all of Zero Escape before <laughs> yeah. we upload any of it because the moment we criticize anything, people basically fight our criticisms by spoiling the spoiling, game, yeah. which wasn't, which wasn't necessarily a problem last time because we were so, so far ahead. ahead. Yeah. But now this game's even harder to tell how far you are in there, and, and there's a it's, lot and, and it's longer. Games. So like yeah. we just need to get so much done before any of it goes up or, or people are just going to ruin the playthrough for themselves basically yeah. by being, by existing. <laughs> like they'll just, cause they'll yeah. just spoil everything. And it's fine. I've been trying, that's why I've been trying to find other things to like fill the time with when it's stuff I'm doing already. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, if I'm taking a break, so try and just relax, I'll just make a vlog. Cause it's like, I could just sit outside and not mm-hmm. have to do something. But it's so my issue is just yeah. whenever, because I don't have a good work-life balance. Basically, whenever anyone invites me to anything, I just say yes. <laughs> and so it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to do an escape room on Wednesday. All right, we're going. We're doing an escape room, or we're doing a tabletop night, or I'm meeting with my family for a barbecue because the, I just heard about that this morning. And that just means I'm. In many cases, it just means oh, I'm just not working that day. Yeah, which is like. It sounds like a lazy take time off thing, but at the same time, it's like I don't have weekends. It's yeah, so I was in a, say, weird, it's like, from, in a way that stuff is my weekend. It sounds great from a person who's working a nine to five Monday through uh, Monday through Friday, and they're like, "Oh, that's nice. You could just yeah, go I work, to a barbecue I work, that I work day, literally every but, day forever." But yeah, but you, but if you take a day off, that means you have to work extra hard the next yes. day because otherwise you're behind and you already don't have days off exactly so, so like the like, moment i take one day off it's like that week's like video debt is increased <laughs> yeah. and so now on my average videos per day has to be higher or i'll be making negative progress on my backlog that week and that yeah. means and that's how you get back to being stuck in a situation that i'm about to be stuck in soon if i don't fix it like tomorrow basically <laughs> which is where i am recording like tomorrow's videos yeah or even worse recording that day's videos uh, which is, i lived in that space a lot when i was doing like bloodborne and dark souls and i was working my job and stuff like that like there was a lot of like i'm recording videos that are going up like today and like that's like not the problem with that is that you have to edit it and render it which is already a thing but like just importing stuff into your editing software just takes, takes time, time yeah just to do that in the first place and then there's the editing stuff, which sometimes is nothing, basically, and sometimes is involved. Yeah. Uh, and then you render it, which also takes time. And even when, even with our new hot shit, where our, we have GPU ad, uh, accelerated rendering yeah. and, and so much faster, it's still the amount of time it takes to render alone is often about as long about, as the video. Yeah, it's about thirty minutes. Like in many cases, like, the render is as long as the, the rendering. It takes as long as the video's duration is. Yeah. And also importing and editing it is often also about that long. Yeah. So like the process of in doing all the importing and the rendering takes like twice as long as the video's recording duration, 
Pretty much. Which means yeah. that if you are stuck doing that in the middle of the day because you're trying to get out that day's video because you're behind schedule for one reason or another, that's essentially you recording one video that takes the that takes up the amount of day that would normally take you would normally be you making three videos. And this is why Game Grumps does 15 minutes and has an editor. It's a uh, there's it's an appeal to the idea of having a staff yeah. that can render things. Because you just say, like, I made 15-minute videos. Here's a million of them, basically. Because you yeah. think about how many... Like, if you look at one of Keith's Dark Souls videos, and you're like, what if you broke it up into 15-minute segments? Oh, boy, that's a lot of video content. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you do that, and then you hand it to somebody, and you're like, could you just edit these? And it's like, well, what do I need to edit? A beginning and an end. That's all you got to do. There's nothing else. Don't worry about it. It's also just the, the Game Grump setup is just the dream where they have an yeah. office. Yeah. So first of all, they have the office. They have so the you, office. Have, you have work-life separation there. You have hours. Yep. But also, what I love about that idea also is that your your Let's Play friends are also in the same building, which is it's good for recording things, obviously. So you could be like, get over here. But it's <laughs> also good for sanity. Yes, because you have other people to interact with. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, it is intent. Like it's, it, it, when I come here, it's often like intensely easier just to get shit done. Yeah. Because it's like, we're, but also like, it's, it's easier to get like in the brain space. Yeah. Like there's, I, I have a lot of different head spaces I enter into in my, in my lonely cube where, <laughs> lonely uh, cube. there's like, I don't even know. Like I, I go through things. I don't even know how to like explain or articulate. Like I don't think I get depression. I don't think okay. that's, I don't think that's a thing I deal with. But like I'll go through stages of just like like lethargy or something. Oh, being lethargic, yeah. Where you just like your head just kind of feels foggy, mm -hmm. and you just kind of feel like not doing like you like not only like not doing anything, but almost like you can't do anything. You're like just, you're just in a state where it's like it's like it's not demotivation. It's and it, and it's lack not, of and it's not tiredness. It's like lack you're of drive. It's like rested, but you're like weirdly yeah. like drained despite being rested. Yeah, you like just a, you lack the drive to do something, and it's not that you're depressed or that you're tired or that you're. But it, it's, it's a thing that I think gets fixed by interacting with people socially. Yeah. Which is why offices that have cubicles tend to have lower output than people yeah. who have like bullpen situations. Which is the when problem you when you're self-employed is that like how do you like interact with other people? Yeah, yeah. like the perfect thing is especially in the middle of your work day. It's yeah. like when everyone else is at jobs, basically. Everybody's working. It's like the idea of having a let's play office that's a shared space where it's like when you go to the, the like even if you're recording separately there's like a, like break rooms or hall like you know, it's all like yeah. shared spaces where you can interact with people and then be in the right space and be like charged and then go in and do stuff yeah it's surprisingly hard to start a session sometimes because i'm like if i hit record right now this will just be bad yeah it's like that feeling yeah but then how do you shake that when you're on a deadline <laughs> you're like i gotta make videos under a time limit but how do i get myself in the right like it's like trying to be a sur it's like a surgeon trying space. to do heart surgery but your hand is like shaking incredibly like yeah i mean the guy's gonna die if i don't do it but and then people are like you like forgot it. to use the boots correctly in that episode and i'm like i was just trying to even make a video that day <laughs> like i have to do it every day i was just forever alive, man. which i like doing but also there's just days where i'm like yeah people are like how do you how'd you make that mistake in the video game and i'm, like, I'm just trying to like not make this terrible video today yeah. <laughs> like it's i mean i will say it's one of the hardest especially doing the school thing it's one of that's like one of my hardest motivators is that i use the discord as my mm -hmm. only means of 
literally my only means of interacting with people i don't have because pe- one, one thing is people else. think that you're just playing video games yes like they think that's just the job yeah the job is just hanging but out. like yeah. just hanging out and playing video games you're like fucking drooling practically and laying you got the fucking chin <laughs> in your neck and you're just laying back and there's shit on your you got, <laughs> yeah. you got something laying on you that's probably got food in it or something yeah and you're just leaning back and you're just in like i am consuming zero energy in this state <laughs> and you yeah. can just stay that way for eight hours like we've all had even at even if we don't uh, have super unhealthy habits we've all had that day at least yeah we've had that day. or like that where you just like that's just playing video games that's yeah but like doing a let's play and a performance and like talking about shit even if you're not like even if you're like not doing like a funny comedy skit the whole goddamn time and forcing that markiplier enthusiasm and oh my god top of the morning to you and all that like shit i hate like that that stuff you those people have short videos because they're fucking like losing their minds doing a, they're doing like a performance and it's yeah. so fake they literally are taking like a shot before they go they're just like huh. yeah and then they're just like you let's go like, but even if you're yeah. not doing that and you're yeah. just chill you're still on you're still on and yeah. that is like a thing and it's like it's getting yourself into that state is so hard sometimes yeah i mean imagine it like it's kind of like a an actor to a degree but if the actor like if if, if bruce willis had to be john mcclain outside yeah. of the the trailer it's kind of like the idea is like or you know I mean, it's like i mean one of the most informative things you can do is you can watch me durf bird and wander playing like trapper's delight for example and like we're riffing on bird stories and we're tearing into them and like there's a like there's like a whole back and forth and a thing going on and everyone's yeah. being involved in like a story evolving and like a joke being formed and stuff like that and we do that here too and everything yeah. like that and then you watch like me playing warcraft with nick and marty and nick is dead silent for like 80 percent of every episode <laughs> and i'm basically just prompting marty with questions over and over again trying to get any commentary to happen yeah for hours because <laughs> like that's the difference between let's players and non-let's players is you can witness it there which is part of why i upload it because i find it interesting yeah it's a good look at juxtaposition to see is just like the gap between like between a, ga- a person who plays video games and a person who yeah. plays video games for a living yeah like there's a difference it's like you like may what, what it's like to do a performance versus just be recording yeah just to hang out and, and like what the gap there is yeah and some of that also comes up with like uh the twilight imperium streams are interesting too because it's just a bunch of random people yeah and there's some stuff where like twilight imperium is multiplayer enough because it's eight it's like six to eight players or whatever the hell that there's just enough people involved that a lot of somebody's talking a lot of spontaneous commentary is just happening because also you have to talk to make the game happen yeah as far as like turn transitions and everything goes but even there, like, there's so much misconduct happening constantly for microphone purposes. Oh, and yeah. It's, like, it's just, it's so, and all these, like, genuine streams that I have that are, like, because even the Warcraft thing is kind of artificial because I'm trying to make things happen. Yeah, basically. you're so. And also, Marty keeps thinking about making a channel, and I keep kind of pushing him to do it. Partly because he keeps getting involved. He keeps going so far with this Twilight Imperium stuff and everything. I'm like, yeah. you should have a channel if you're going to buy all this shit. Like, you might as well have your, a thing that's yours because I, mean, I won't yeah. be here forever. And you're making all this shit. It's like like that Twilight Imperium stream with the complex overlays and shit like that. That's all him. Yeah. Have you seen like he scripted yeah. so the, the victory, the mission, the victory point uh, objectives are cycling now? yeah there's so, a dedicated spot and it rotates between each one every few seconds and it shows you all the current objectives i'm like jesus christ yeah so much shit happening i mean which by the way fucking hot exclusive i think we're playing this saturday at, at 11 a.m pacific 
live streaming. Are you going to have this probably. edited by then? Yeah. Okay. This always goes up like the next day or the day after. Oh, yeah, that's true. Depends on how fast you get it to me. Which will be Because oftentimes I'm going to sleep at like 2 o'clock in the morning and it still isn't finished syncing. So I'm like, I guess I'll be editing it on Wednesday and uploading well, it on Thursday. As long as they're not three hours. But, I'll go, but I go for uploading it on Wednesday if I can. Okay. So that's like four days notice or three days notice that, hey, this Saturday, Twilight Imperium, it's still going to be a bunch of people sitting around in a room and probably eating chips. Sorry. Yeah. But I, I mean, literally, I can't literally control the whole room's content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's only, there's some limits. The The main thing though, is that, uh, being, when you're doing, when you're working from home by yourself, uh, if your job doesn't require you to interact with other people, it can yeah. be very hard to find the motivation to keep doing it sometimes. And it's not a matter of like, I don't enjoy what I'm doing. It's just your brain, like psychologically, needs some kind of like stimulation from outside, inf- like outside sources, just to, to get you in the right state. Yeah, to get you all. to be like, okay, yeah, I can do things today. Like I've, I've had so, when I was working my cubicle job, I had so many days where it's just like I would go in and just tr- either I'd be there on time, or sometimes I wouldn't be there on time, and I would just hope I wouldn't. No, no one would notice me coming yeah. in late, and people I, most I, likely don't. In many cases, yeah, and I, because everyone's in cubicles, I would just not even make eye contact with any of the people I work with. Yeah, for the longest time, and then I'd sit down at my station, and sometimes I would just be there. Yeah, like not necessarily even on task, just kind of sitting at a computer because you're just not on. Yeah. And, and and there's no consequences for that. At least if you're eventually getting the work done, yeah, you can kind of just lose time. time. Yeah, which is why, again, which is why cubicles are like yeah. per, have the least amount of uh, quality or production output. Well, that's the trap I got is that I have a specific quota essentially of videos per day that I've set up for myself. Yeah, and so if I lose time, that just means I'm lo- I'm double losing time because that's future time I have to get back by yeah working more. by working more. I, I I suspect that everyone who I, I suspect that a huge number of YouTube channels, especially people that are defined as being like channels that are defined as being like a person, for example, mm-hmm. I think all of them either work way too much or way too little. Yeah, like they're like they're, there's people like Wanderbot that are streaming for like eight hours a day or 10 hours a day or 12 hours a day yeah. and just like are recording monstrous amounts of videos and they're like here's here's today's 12 videos and i'm like the fuck and like then and then like the time to design today's dnd campaign <laughs> and like i've got a vector art it and like all that shit and i'm like oh my god how are you still running yeah uh, while like just being in one space with one other person and just sitting there because like he because like, i don't know if he's met anyone in the city he lives in right now because and I don't know if he's trying to because does he have time? Because he's probably planning on like he's he probably takes it for granted he's going to move again. So I don't know if he's even thinking about making friends there or knowing people. I don't know what that state is, but like it's kind of just being in an apartment and being and just being in a bubble. Yeah, and like I don't and for people like Splattercat that are similar, I don't I have no idea what their day to day is. But like I know that I always am in this trap of like all almost all of my time can be used for work, so it kind of is. Yeah. And thankfully the work is also kind of an enjoyment thing, but also I recharge by like watching more passive media in my off time. Yeah. But like then you have the opposite thing, which is that you have like the people that make like an entertaining video every now and then and like they might disappear for four months. And you're like, what are you and doing? You're like, are they actively working on it? Like I can't tell. Like, you know that the people that make the weekly stuff generally make shittier stuff. Yeah. Or even, like, Dunky, like, there are, like, 
the much better videos and then the like practically like a highlight reel let's play video videos yeah like the people that, that fit a schedule have or peanut butter game like peanut butter gamer donkey and a bunch of other people that have like a weekly schedule have either inconsistent quality or they just hit less than like when it's time for like oh man it's been six months and here's john tron all of a sudden he's but but at the same time i'm like how did you take that long to make a video yeah where's your funding what's keeping like, you afloat you didn't make a movie yeah you made a some jokes over a video of a game and then also a couple of live action scenes and like that the, the time like even like even when you're talking thinking about like that that takes work and time i don't know if it takes that work to that time though yeah like the time that 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 happens i'm like i don't know if these two things match so like i like, like i think a lot of people because they're self-employed and they and there's not a clear one-to-one relationship between your work and your money i think almost everyone ends up over or underworking, and they like they, the balance is always weird and confusing yeah i think that's that sounds like that sounds pretty common i like to articulate how this works like if you work an hourly job yeah you work those hours and you make that much money per hour and that's how your job money works yeah like you know where your money is coming from if you work youtube you don't have a correlation between work and money you have analytics which are like the least helpful way to like gauge how your money just comes from people coming to your videos yeah that's what i'm saying any of your videos at any time that happen to be monetized yeah and so like for people like me, so much of my money comes from my backlog of videos and not from literally the videos I'm putting out that day. As well as Patreon. So, like, if I... Well, yeah, like the I'm, only, I'm, yeah. well the Patreon only is very easy to understand. Yeah. It's hard to comprehend the people that are choosing to give you money and stuff like that. But, like, the, uh, mechanically, it's easy. Yeah. But YouTube is more mechanically abstract and confusing. And that part is where things get weird. Like, I could technically just stop making videos for a while. And I would just keep making money that's similar to what I was making when I was making videos. And it would just go that way for a while, at the very least. Yeah. But the problem is, if you stop making videos for a while, then people have this gap of time they were spending hours on before. That was that was your channel. Yeah. And now that's gone. So they're going to look out. They're going to seek out other entertainment. And that's going to be become their new like routine. Yeah. And you come back like I, I'm making videos again, and they're like, "But my routine is this now." And like, I don't know when I'm going to have time for that. It's like good to see you're back, but also I'm doing this thing right now, and then, yeah. and a significant portion of them will just keep doing the other thing unless they happen to disappear. Uh, and so you lose viewership potentially permanently just for taking a break. Yeah. Like that's a thing that happens on and YouTube. That's, and that's tough. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're not like JonTron where one video coming out is like a internet sensation <laughs> where like, you know, literally JonTron yeah. video comes out. It's on Reddit. It's on Twitter. It's on YouTube. You know, it's on Facebook. It's on like, it's everywhere because people are like, JonTron's back. But like, so if you do a video every day, the moment you cut that line of production off it, mm-hmm. everyone else just goes to the next production line they just find another place that's delivering the goods whereas you know if you if you're somebody who like gives them only goods so often when you do bring it everyone's like i, I want to uh, give, 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 give me give me and i and i feel the routine because like i'll like i'll sit down like i'll i'll, I'll have myself I, f- I found myself falling into the pattern of like sitting down for lunch and watching philip defranco mm-hmm. on weekdays 
And like I, to the point where it's like because I don't have weekends, when the weekend rolls around, I'm like, there's no Philip DeFranco video. Like I have to like pick out like a Game Grumps video or something to watch for my lunch because the my normal routine is disrupted two days of every week because <laughs> uh, that's how my, my schedule works. And so it's like, like I would follow like, and that's like that that used to be Game Grumps. Yeah, like that used to be my lunch routine. And now it's Philip DeFranco, which means me I'm falling behind on watching Game Grumps videos. And like that's that like I've done it myself. Like it just happens. Yeah. And so like YouTube people are like they have to be entirely self-motivated mm-hmm. because it's not like I need this much money to survive this month and that this vi- this much video will make that much money, so I must make that much video is not a thing. Yeah. And so oftentimes we've set completely arbitrary goals and Many of us just cling with dear life to that arbitrary thing we've made up of how our schedule should work. Yeah. Because if we don't treat that as sacred and stick to it, then we might just slack off all the time. Yeah. You kind of, you, you like, you have to impose, you have to impose rules on yourself with a underlying, like with an underlying threat to it yeah. to keep yourself on that because you're afraid of the repercussions. But if you just go with it lackadaisically saying like just make videos just edit them just upload them you may just not do that exactly you don't have anything that's like like prodding you in the back like i to have do to it. make six videos a day and yeah. like and some people could say if like I de- just- if i decided to make it four videos a day it wouldn't just be like a whim i would have to be literally like this is my channel now yeah i will now be the four video a day guy and that'll be what it is now yeah because i can't just on a whim be like uh i'll make five videos today i'll make four videos today like because that is an actual literal non non uh non fallacious whatever it's called uh actual slippery slope yeah it's it's just, yeah like uh that's kind of what happened to undertale and things like that is i was working my job and i would just get shit done when i could get it done and whatever videos were ready were going to go up next and a lot of videos were on a more of like an every other day sort of schedule yeah i was just doing whatever worked. basically what i do now yeah my just, channel is just yeah like, and like if I can yeah find because, the time. because you're just recording when you record yeah the end result is often you just don't record yeah like the because you uh it's easy to see on your channel you have not you've already not made videos mm-hmm. besides what we do on tuesdays and that's because you're just you're doing other shit. And yeah. you, if you don't have a specific requirement you set for yourself that you're going to do, then I just that do stuff it. just doesn't get done. And I'll be honest, I fill most of my I could fill my like like breathing time. Like I, I give myself I give myself about an hour, an hour, two hours mm-hmm. between after I'm done with schooling and then go to work, like doing my actual job. And I can I could record in that time. And then just edit something before I go to bed if I have time or whatever. But uh, but honestly, I just I fill it with like reading books and uh, like watching, mm-hmm. catching up on some videos or shows or things like that. I mean, like I still am trying to I like I I still try to keep up with like thirteen anime series every season, and I'm, <laughs> I, I've been reading about a book every two weeks if I can find the time sometimes once a week it's like does donkey makes a video every ever the same day every week doesn't yes. he because I, I didn't pick up on that for the longest time because he wasn't in my routine yeah i would just watch that vi- week's video eventually that's basically. what i do with donkey yeah but you pointed out at some point that it's like it's apparently the same day every time yeah. and like that like he that's not a that's not a coincidence no donkey decided on an upload schedule that he's going to stick to and that's why 
even if the video quality varies, it, they still come out at the same time. And it's because if he doesn't do that, he'll fall into a trap of just not doing it. He'll become JonTron. <laughs> which is not, I mean, it's not disparaging. It's a thing JonTron's talked about himself, which is mm-hmm. like it. one of his heart, like one of the hardest parts about getting videos out is because he just, th- he knows he can take the time to make it perfect. So he takes too much time to make it perfect. <laughs> so he'll just keep doing it. And since he doesn't have a strict schedule of like, JonTron has to make a video every month, like he'll just say like, I'll just wait four months until I feel comfortable with the video. And that's a problem because if for people who... Or with Let's Player, it's not that you're making it perfect or, or no. anything because it's like a, it's a, it's basically a live performance even when yeah. it's not live. But like if you don't have a specific requirement and quota you set for yourself, then... Yeah, the lackadaisical do whatever you feel like, man, just means you're not going to make stuff. Yeah. Or you're going to make way less stuff or being consistent. And that's not, that's not how you, in many cases, that's not how you got where you were. Yeah, it's not how you got where you were. It was a lot of like hard work, dedication, and most importantly, a consistency. There's some kind of consistency. That's what was impressive about Wander from the very beginning is that like, at the beginning, we were kind of making like a a video or two a day on this channel. And on my channel, I was doing whatever the fuck I felt like, basically. Yeah. Like, I, I I would take a week off. I would disappear for large chunks of time. I would, uh, uh, like, there was a chunk of time where I was addicted to uh, Destiny and I was doing raids and everything. So, it's like, oh, no, there's a couple of WoW videos here and there. Amazingly, that was, like, back when, uh, that was the beginning of our first, like, revival of the WoW series. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, bafflingly was so far back that I was, like at my dad's house and like not even considering my youtube channel my youtube channel to be like my main one even i was it was sad games first and so i was like uploading a random wow video every other day was like my channel that's weird to think about right yeah i do like six playthroughs of the video of a a day now where it's like here's my patreon series my indie series my puzzle game series and my rpg series and some other miscellaneous stuff and like there was times where i was uploading like a 25 minute video of wow every other day and that was it. Yeah. Because that was it. But at the time, freaking Wander was uploading like four videos a day already. Yeah. Like his videos had no views for like Psychonauts and Sleeping Dogs in particular. And, and Kingdoms, of, I remember at the beginning, he had giant playthroughs of Psychonauts, Kingdoms of Amalur, and Sleeping Dogs. There were like 70 episodes, 100 episodes. And the videos were just, they just had no views. Yeah. And he was still sticking it out. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> and look where he is now. But that's how you that's how you keep going is you yeah. need you need a schedule and you need to stick to it and you need to be self driven or you won't first of all, you won't get past that initial barrier of no one's watching my videos, but you also won't get past the part where like once you start making some money, you also just need to keep working. Yeah, you you, you didn't succeed. Yeah. So there's no there's no uh, you don't keep the success <laughs> yeah the, the thing people keep forgetting is that like uh i think a lot of the big problems is people look towards big youtubers as that success yeah we're like oh i've reached five thousand five million subscribers oh 10 million subscribers like oh i'm pewdiepie literally I've, i don't know how many anymore it's too bad too many this that's not okay stop stop subscribing to pewdiepie <laughs> like when you reach those kind of levels you think like i have succeeded i've done it those people still make videos though they still can keep to a consistent schedule. And why do they do that is because the success isn't permanent. They, they don't have, they have to be self-motivated to keep the yeah. consistency or it's, it'll kind of just But yeah, off. but you have to like people have to remember that like once you get to a point, it's not like YouTube just starts like cashing a check to you. 
Like they don't give you they don't give you a salary all of a sudden. They go like, oh, five million. All right, you're part of the YouTube team now. You get a yeah. check cut every. Nope, they they do and they the treat popularity you. of channels can go all over the place. Like, yeah. I remember. I don't know if it's still true because he's kind of been active again lately. But like I remember. One of the larger channels I started paying attention to at one point in particular was uh, Wings of Redemption, Jordy Jordan. Yeah. And that's because he commented on my my Legend of Grimrock playthrough like way back. Yeah, I remember when I was like a, while a, ago. a thousand or less subscribers and it was so far back ago. And I'm just getting this comment from somebody that's like 450,000 subscribers and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, I hadn't heard of him before because that's the that's the that's that's the surprise of YouTube is there's always another like half million or even like two million subscriber channel you've never heard of but has been around for years and I'm like but you gotta I, you I'm mean like, I'm like how do I keep finding more of these you gotta remember there's so there's many so people many on the planet people. and dem- that's the power of demographics yeah because I'm not gonna know about a Call of Duty channel no <laughs> so it's like oh yeah there's a whole circle of Call of Duty channels that get together and do do podcasts together and shit like that and I'm like I've never heard of a single one of these people <laughs> and. They collectively represent like 10 million subscribers and i'm like the fuck yeah <laughs> like it's it's amazing like i'm like we're in a circle where like people like channels like game grumps and best friends play come up constantly mm-hmm. and best friends play doesn't even have a million subscribers yet no and, w- and and when we're at peak levels of everyone talking about game grumps all the time they had like a million subs total yes it's like it's crazy it's to think crazy. about like there's so many much larger channels like fucking captain sparkles or whatever that like I just never hear about <laughs> yeah because they're just not yeah it's just not your demographic but, but like the reason the reason why the schedule thing is so important and making consistent uh being self-motivated making videos in a schedule making videos of consistent like content and quality of some level like that it matches the expectations of what people are getting so they don't just leave yeah uh is that like at one point i'm sitting there with like thirty thousand subscribers and jordy's sitting at like 450 and I look at Social Blade and see what our like monthly views is, and I see that like mine's higher. Yeah, like I don't know if that's true right now, but I remember at, at having a moment where I checked that and I was like, oh shit, like that's yeah. I that on paper that seems like a way larger channel, and yet apparently I'm a larger channel, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is that again the the swaying of popularity is just it's a wave. It just can go up and down. And, and it's not, yeah, it's not just it's, subscriber. It's actual like ethic, like work ethic. Of, yeah. Like, consistency. It's and, consistency. And drive. It's drive. It's like how good the quality of your content is. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, all that stuff comes from just being motivated. It comes from like motivating yourself, getting the things done, doing it consistently. Which translates to overworking. Yeah. Which translates. And having terrible ideas of how to work life balance. Yeah. Which, so yeah, to answer the question, nobody has good work life balance if you're self employed, usually, unless you're self employed. I can't even imagine how people do it when they're like a CGP Gray, CGP Gray style, like heavily researched and, and also hand animated, like, uh, like, information video yeah like uh for example like an actual animation channel that i mean self-driven well back back when that was a thing like i don't know how trying to imagine those people working at home i think those people finding the life space to like make that work is crazy to me i mean artists are the hardest ones i mean they know the most than anybody about like motivation and yeah. sticking to or schedules. I think like, like video essay channels like shammy and yeah. joseph anderson and look at them a lot of them usually have problems at their, times their video like, upload schedules are all over the yeah. place or like creel yeah those people where it's like i i at least finish the thing every day 
yeah like whatever it's, it's less plays but i mean like yeah. I, f- the, I, I get I, I get the feeling of like oh i made this many videos today those go up tomorrow you get the satisfaction of completion like, i can't even imagine work, <laughs> my work situation crossed with like the multi-week production cycle of video essay channels yeah and i'm like how do you even know if you did a day correctly or like like if you spent your time correctly or yeah. making progress like that the idea of just not progressing for the longest time is just crazy and like not knowing like i don't even know how their lives work yeah i and mean I'm not, and i'm not saying they're not working enough i'm literally saying like, i don't know how you process uh, such big jobs when you don't have a boss you don't have an office you don't have co-workers or like a system that get, measures any of this stuff yeah or quotas or anything and you're supposed to make like a major multi-week project that you manage entirely on your own. Like, if these people's channels ever collapse, they're, they've got to be great employees yeah. to work, get to your like, at your like your coding job or whatever the fuck that has all these teams that work together and everything. Yeah. Like that, that's the person you want to hire. Is I like- mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's that, that's one of the qualities too. Is that if you can, uh, if you're somebody who's really good at motivating yourself to do the job yeah. that you need to do then it tends to be like yeah you're somebody who would be good at like if, if youtube implodes one day like those are the people you want to hire yeah is the people that have like crazy self-driven solo channels where they did they did a thing that required work and they were making it work yeah like holy shit yeah, like don't, not, go to, don't go to me i just i just keep <laughs> yeah more stuff or not the plate. or not the dumb like i'm a rich person look how rich i am vlog 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 and that's yeah. their, that's their channel which is the pauls the pauls it's just they they're just cataloging how privileged they are all day basically <laughs> and like flexing on their audience basically like <laughs> look how rich i am i spent all this money today on a thing buy my shit rich 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 they buy my I shit so i could buy more stupid i don't shit. exist in humanity don't know what society is <laughs> like they're just in space and filming it and i'm like oh, great <laughs> what the fuck is this yeah it's <laughs> it's weird but yeah that's the that's the answer to that basically sleep as much as you want work as much as you want and enjoy life as much as you want and but just keep telling yourself that you'll have time later yeah but also be consistent about it if anything else just be consistent i'm so buying an office if i ever can afford it <laughs> buying an office you could just rent one jesus don't get so lofty <laughs> like i'm buying a he, loft he's too. like i'm getting a goddamn building 20 stories for I'm one also, let's play i'm channel. also buying an, a loft that's how lofty i am my dreams my literally lofty dreams <laughs> see you guys next time we'll try not to talk about the d- workplace depression next time <laughs> did i tell you i googled that shit workplace depression yeah i think we talked about before it was when i was working my office job oh yeah i was like googling the concept of like what's like how do you tell depression or not because i hated it there and i was like that's when i found all the articles about how like the guy who designed cubicles in the first place hates them because he sees them as being like this horrible like life destroyer (laughs) that just causes depression and suicide because they're just these gray nightmare walls where he thought he was creating like I'm going to create a desk that's like the the Swiss Army knife of desks. And it's just so useful for working. And then they became like, we're going to pack 500 people into one room for space efficiency. And they can't see or talk to each other. And all they see is gray all day. Go ahead and hang up pictures of your kids if it makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> 
the, the last person who worked in my cubicle left a bunch of pictures that were like laminated photos of landscapes and forests and shit and i left them there because they were better than not having They're them. like a legacy <laughs> it was better than not having someone's like don't get depression like me have trees <laughs> like, it was better than not having them there <laughs> see you guys next time bye